Welcome everybody to RPG Cast for February 14th. It's the special Valentine's edition. Episode 71 coming at you with a fine, esteemed panel of people who are very much in love with each other. Or maybe not so much. <laughs> we, first off, we've got Michael Tidwell, president of RP Gamer. I love you all. It's so good. <laughs> Anna Marie Neufeld, reviewer and, um, I don't know. Scoffer. Scoffer for <laughs> RP Gamer. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. And uh, Glenn Wilson, reviewer for RP Gamer. Hello, lowly reviewer, lowly reviewer, lowly reviewer, and myself, humble and eager and less than nothing. Myself, Chris Pervertier, your host. Ah, uh, we've got a nice special episode for you today, and uh, obviously the first special thing was that Glenn Wilson's on it. He's not been on them before, and I'm special. Yeah, you're special. Why don't you introduce yourself? When did you join the site? The uh, April 2008. Andrew tricked me into joining an interview when I thought I was asking questions about what it meant to be a reviewer, and instead, uh, Lucifer showed up and hired me. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I've been here ever since. I told him during the interview that I would quit after three months because uh, my work was going to change, and I thought I wouldn't have time to write reviews. So Mm -hmm. I said in the interview, I will quit in three months. I told him I will not review any Disgaea or any Harvest Moon games, and Ah. I told him I wasn't even sure I wanted to work for the site. He's like, you're hired. I'm still here. (laughs) <laughs> and, like he had a knack yeah wait so how many of those games have you actually reviewed though how many games have i reviewed no of the ones you said you wouldn't review oh none none oh none, you've none. stayed clean he definitely none. sticks to that see it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah, kind of you know funny what? trying to get someone who wants to review the harvest moon games because i'm the logical choice and even i'm saying no to them at this point <laughs> and well the thing is we've given him games that were worse than that he probably would have been better off allowing himself to play those games as a thing. I didn't know how long the Hollow Knights 2 was going to be. <laughs> That's not the only one you've had to suffer through. So yeah, I think because, I was like, is Glenn really going to play that too? I mean, that's crap as well, but whatever. So, it's because in the last few years, I've played Disgaea twice. I played Disgaea 2 for about 200 hours. I played Makai Kingdom twice. I played Soul Nomad and the World Eaters. And I'm just really done with... Uh, NIS America games for the time being. That, that's why I said no to Disgaea. And Harvest Moon, I played the GameCube one a few years ago. I played it for like 100 hours and got a third of the way through the game and never went to touch a Harvest Moon game ever again. <laughs> so what's your, what's your like worst reviewing experience? Would it be Valhalla, Valhalla Nights 2? Yeah, that, that was the worst one. There have been a couple that I had to force myself to finish. I, would, I wouldn't have finished them if I weren't reviewing it for the site. But Valhalla Nights 2 was the worst. What was terrible about it? I would have to like watch TV while listening to music. I'd have to distract myself when I played it because it was so terrible. Oh wow! Yeah, the rest you had to play. You had to play other better RPGs at the same time to stay awake or something. I think I was playing. I was playing. I was playing a couple of other games at the same time. I was trying to play Blue Dragon, which I didn't really like Blue Dragon a lot either. So I was trying to play Blue Dragon for fun while playing Valhalla <laughs> Knights Two. I think I was also reviewing Master of the Monster Lair at the same time. God, so it was like how did we not lose games. you to suicide? <laughs> I wasn't working then. Oh, okay. So I had I had a hundred hours a week to dedicate to making myself miserable for all of you. <laughs> Again, without work to distract you, I think that would just make you a higher risk of. As listeners to the podcast, the trick is to get a job where they pay you to sit at home and do nothing while they look for a job for you, and then to instead play horrible video games and review them. (laughs) Nice. I want to know where the part is where you uh, find someone to look for the job for you. Yeah, I need that. Well, they're paying me, so they want to find me a job so I can go work for them really quick. It just took them four months. Right, so where do I find that? (laughs) 
Um, this is like I, I love the part jobs like, like that. Uh, I don't know if I should say who I work for. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a little careful. After the podcast, Mike, he'll hook you up. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. The, my company's laying off thousands of people, but I'll give you a nice recommendation. I have a lot of clout, you know. Yeah, that I, I think narrows it down. <laughs> I'm still considered. I'm an entry level employee. My title is entry level, and I've been working here for three years. So my my opinion. Oh. Well, that's along. what's keeping you safe. <laughs> It, you no, you're actually right. That's why I haven't been laid off. Is I'm they don't pay me enough to lay me off. Yeah, you're not a yeah, you're not a high cost. Yeah, wow. I'm too young and stupid. They they lay off all the older, smart people that they pay a lot of money to. So, you know, normally on like the big old you know big industry shows, they always ask, "So how'd you break into the games industry?" That doesn't really apply here with RP gaming usually, right? It's, it's no, like, no, how no. did you, in this case, I guess it was how you got tricked into joining the industry. Is that really pretty That's much it? sneaky Castamel. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Castamel's fault. All right. And greed. Uh, and greed. I submitted a reader review for the Wild Arms contest that uh-huh. Maxstorm did a year ago. Yeah. And right about the same time, they lost a couple reviewers. And I guess someone on staff saw the reader review I wrote in for the contest and were like, why don't we trick him into joining? And that's how it started. Excellent work. Yay! That's like how it works here. Uh, all right, cool. Well, thanks for joining us today, 7th. Or Glenn, no or whatever I should call you. Um, you can call me Glenn. Glenn. That's what everyone else calls me. Well, that's yeah. what I'm going to call you then. Sure. Work. Goodness. All right. So what do we got? We should talk about other stuff, including the tons of feedback we got. Um, the the feedback of the last podcast thread was long, incredible, <laughs> and um, um, fiery, and uh, not something I really want to get into here again. But I want to thank everybody who posted in it because it was all very useful, and we've all been considering much of it, and are are trying to make changes to the show as usual based on what you tell us. So I hope you'll be able to see some of the, the benefits from that soon. Um, the first episode, and we're still making changes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> 71 episodes. Uh, we still got more to fix. Still haven't figured it out. Yeah, still haven't Consistency figured it out. is overrated. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I did have some feedback from Michael Cunningham, our PR guy, who uh, who gave a really detailed review of our, po- well, I guess, uh, proofread. He kind of proofread our podcast. So I wanted to give him some credit where credit's due because I don't know how to get these corrections out. So, I want to bring up some of that. Huh? I wanted to bring up some of that. Oh, okay. Why don't you go ahead? And you do mentioned that. things directly to to certain people, so I thought if we're on here, then we should answer those. Okay. Um. Now I have to find it because you mailed it from the podcast thing, it's and I don't recognize Google notes. it. Oh, it's in the notes. Oh well. Anyway, so he good. said to me about Growl Answer. He said the series does not suck. To which point I counter with, "We didn't get the good games, therefore, in my opinion, it still sucks." <laughs> Because he says Groundlers 2 is really fun and 3 of 5 left a bad taste in people's mouths because that's what we got. Ratings tend to say that 1, 2, and 4 are the best. Well, then why do we get 1 and 4? If you're going to tell me a series sucks but we didn't get it, does me no good. <laughs> well, the U.S. series suck then. <laughs> yes. Okay. The ones I have had a chance to play and not learn, you know, well, wonderful two, Japanese. Well, 2 came out here, so you could play 2. I did play 2. I did play the... Uh, I tried to play... Ground Lancer Generations, and I got through two, and was two any good? Did you like two? Yeah. All right. Two was okay. So there you go. But, series is great. Yeah, but that's like <laughs> saying one game does not save your series, and if that's all we got was one good game out of the series, then I'm sorry, the series still sucks. That's enough to get people to keep buying. Office? It's enough to get people to keep buying Secret of Mana. 
<laughs> you know, I, I think even that series is starting to get to the point where people are going to, you know, maybe I won't buy this anymore. Yeah. I played Glancer Generations. I liked it. I thought 2 was better than 3, but I enjoyed both the games. I haven't gotten myself to play 5 yet, but I will one day. Hmm. But yeah, I liked Girl Answer. If like if Girl Answer one and Girl Answer four came out, they'd definitely buy them. I liked two and three enough that yeah, but one, one and four is a good one, so you should buy them. Yeah, but I thought that two and three were good also. So if one and four are the good ones, that's like good to the good power. That's going to be a really good game. Good to the see, I'm, we've been having him review so many crappy games. His, his warped <laughs> his sense of taste. Than we've been giving him. <laughs> I'm telling you, then I'm going to go buy Beyond the Beyond because that's probably going to be excellent. <laughs> <It'll> be awesome. <laughs> you know, my my kind of problem with the Growlancer games, like I got Growlancer Generations, is just that it's not that they were bad games; is that they just couldn't suck me in. Like I played a little bit of both, but I just couldn't stick with it. I, there wasn't enough interest. Yeah. So I uh, I think that's my very, objection with the series. It was also the part where it was very very late. Mm-hmm. the uh, series to come out. I mean, it looked dated from the beginning and didn't really get better. Yeah, that's fair. It's not so, a good-looking game. But most tactics games aren't good-looking. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Tactics seem to... Uh, Final Fantasy Tactics seem to age very well on the PSP. That's true. But I mean, it wasn't like blow feeling. you away. <laughs> I had a good feeling. This is the way... Yes, well, the translation was fixed as well, so you can't even complain about that. Yeah, but I miss those. I like those. Those are good. I, I did miss I had a good feeling. I thought that was really nice. These were Those were as good as these goldfish whole grain crackers I have here that the chat room is going crazy over when I saw that I'm eating them. They like it. Well, okay, so that was directed <laughs> at me, and that's what I'm going to. All right. Oh, and he also said I need to play the games he sends me. But then, but then I love this. He's like, Michael needs to start playing some of the extra games I've sent him, like The Last Remnant, Star Ocean Two, and start talking about them on the podcast. And if he doesn't, he's going to send them to me so that I can taunt you. I love that. Okay, so you know what? What you want, Last Remnant? You can have it. (laughs) I don't want Last Remnant. (laughs) I'll send it back. Return to Last Remnant bricked his three sixty. Max, yeah, Max, last so time Max Form, he's sending you the same disc, the I'll, same disc that bricked his 360. He's sending to you, Mike. He says, I want you to play this. Just to make sure that mine dies, too. I, if I'm going to play Last Remnant, I wait for it on PC. Exactly. Or, That's basically I, what I'm waiting for now. Yeah. All right. So great. some other corrections in here. Atlas-owned properties are uh, Shimagami Tensei, Grow Lancer, and Etrian Odyssey. So those are the ones that they could maybe up. Put, turn into online games. They don't make Azuna, and they probably won't bring anything. That He thinks that uh, anything they bring online will be a current series, and it won't be original. So, um, Maybe. Well, I mean, I can't see Etrian Odyssey turning into an MMO, so... Yeah, I don't know how that would work. <laughs> Everybody um, run around in first person view! Bonk, bonk, bonk. Yeah. It would be like Final Fantasy XI, except suck more. Oh, and then finally, about the Amazon.ca leaks of the Atlas games. There were five games that were announced by Amazon, not four. Um, three were official by the last podcast. The Knights in the Nightmare. Um, uh, okay, he doesn't list them all here. Knights in the Nightmare was most recent. Um, and they've also gone and announced uh, Crimson Gen Saga, I believe. Did they announce it? I don't think they, no, 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 they haven't have yet. yet. That's the one they haven't announced They're still yet. waiting so on the fifth. one, yes. Yeah, that's the one we're waiting for. 
that's the one we're guessing is coming soon since we already know about it. And this will be, I don't know, it's, it's, uh, it was known as Garnet Chronicles in Japan, and it's a traditional turn-based RPG for the PSP. Yay, we need more of those. So, Do? We don't have very no. many on the PSP. We, we need more Steam games. We need Knights in the Nightmare instead. <laughs> we need more Steam games. Oh, we need more go. RPGs, period, I, for I the PSP. I am super stoked for Knights in the Nightmare. You yeah. guys realize that's part of a series, right? It's part of the Yggdra Union Riviera series. Called yes. Department Heaven, which I don't know if I understand that. So I need to play Igdry Union, and it will connect to Riviera. What 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 answer will make you play it? Um, the one that tells me the stories are connected. They're connected. It's, yeah, you definitely got to try that. They're connected. All right, I'll have to try it. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right. So the other thing I had everybody do in this thread was give their lists of terrible RPGs that they've had to play and didn't like. <laughs> Um, it's a long list, so <laughs> no, I've got to no, go. I don't think, did you actually stipulate you had to play it, or just that it was the bad game? Oh, I guess just bad games. Whatever. Your worst RPGs. So, um, try and go through this quickly, because there's a lot of feedback on this, but everyone should get their little, their little plug here. So, starting with Evil Paul, um, he says his, t- his list includes Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Um, Ooh. <laughs> well, I, so I got to read his justification then. Much has been said about this game. Anything rage-filled and spiteful about it would be accurate. Symphony of the Night would be an example of action RPG leveling system that worked. The one in Zelda 2, not so much. Add in its many other flaws, such as traversing the obnoxious uh, overworld, and you have a pootastic waste of ROM chips. Nice. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy 3... Uh, Legend. He actually finds the only Zelda RPG. I know, the only Zelda RPG, that's the one he doesn't like. Legend of the Stars, which I don't know. So he says, I admit I only rented this game from the local mom-and-top video store, so I didn't beat it, and I don't remember it, except that I hate it. <laughs> it was a really poorly executed Dragon Quest clone. All right. Um, Breath of Fire. A comment, that yeah? a comment made later in the forum is that people hate Zelda 2 so much because it was Zelda 2. If it had any other title, people probably wouldn't have been so hard on it. I tend to agree with that. It's kind of I difficult. I liked Zelda 2 a lot. I liked Zelda 2. It was just a hard game, Nintendo... and it wasn't a Zelda game. <laughs> yeah, well, when Nintendo well, well, the original let's, Zelda let's, format... You define it's... that, too. It's Zelda 2. It was the second. They tried something different. Yeah. I liked Zelda 2. Well, it As was... Uh, As like... points out later, the experience system was pretty jacked up, but it was a fun game. It was the first example... Like... Yeah. I like Zelda 2 until I realized it was the first game I actually was required to have a turbo controller to win. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> fighting yourself is insane. Yeah, it is hard. <laughs> and I just basically held down the turbo button and stabbed up and down until he died. And I was like, yay! <laughs> I, I never actually finished it, like, legitimately. I'd use a Game Genie for that part. It was crazy. Oh, I did I did finally figure out how you're supposed to do it legitimately. You're supposed to make him jump and then stab and I was like uh-huh. or I could just stab him with the turbo because if I die, I go back way back. Oh, you talking about the final boss? Yeah. It's the, it was yeah, the final, the final bosses, boss of that game. Though. That was Horrible. the problem. I love Zelda too, but I always play till I get to the Great Palace and then I quit. I just I hated the last <laughs> level of that game so much. I love the palace. Yeah, I just hated the bosses. Have you ever watched the speedruns of that game? Oh my gosh. All the little bugs that people exploit to, like, warp through half the game. It's crazy. <laughs> no. You're, like, walking back through, through, backwards through walls, and I think you skip the last boss by exploiting a bug and just walk to the next room and pick up the Triforce. <laughs> it's, like, it's crazy. And that would be the only way to do a speed run, trust well, me. Well, no, there's, you could do speed runs without exploits or speed runs with exploits, you know, but... Well, no, because without exploits means that you actually have to uh, fight him with low... Stats, yeah. and that's not going to be that's easy. It's not going to be fun, but, you know, then you have speedruns with save states and speedruns without save states, and you get into all that. 
Um, New State's cheating. Yeah, well, it's all about making a good-to-watch video. All right, so Breath of Fire he also didn't like. Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, which we've kind of mentioned. Fire. Huh? Yeah, which one? Which Breath of Fire? Breath of Fire 1. Oh, that was okay. That's unexciting. Well, he says, it's been a while, so I could have been doing something wrong, but did every boss in this fight in this game take a freaking hour? Um, On the GBA, it sure didn't. Uh, Yeah, but the Game Boy Advance had the difficulty um, adjusted. Mm. Oh, so it made it not suck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, um, in the the original (laughs) Super Nintendo one, bosses took forever. It was just ridiculous. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, Quest 64, which we know sucks. Beyond the Beyond, which his comment is A-D-F-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-
Yeah. Then it wouldn't have gotten such. But bad. you're missing the point. You're missing the point of at ten two versus eight. But okay, it doesn't matter. Um, Saga okay, Frontier. Ten two was fun. Eight was horrible and unplayable. That's okay. the difference. <laughs> It's yeah, not yeah, horrible and um, unplayable. It had, that, it had that's the, acceptable to me. It had the Laguna yeah. Laguna sections with the good music. All right, fine, whatever. Um, Saga, like Saga Frontier 1 and 2. I actually like both of these games. Screw you, haters. Oh, come on. That's, <laughs> that's cheating, Evil Paul. Unlimited <laughs> um, Saga. Okay, so the haters could have been on to something. I saw this game come out and thought, wow, this looks pretty strange, but I like the other one, so I'll get it. And then he got it and wondered what the heck the people who made it were thinking, so... Then he <laughs> went and looked up FAQs to try and understand it, and he tried to learn about the crazy slot system and hex grid thing, and after putting in serious effort, he returned to, what the heck were those idiots thinking? He can learn calculus and x86 assembly language, but he can't figure out this video game. <laughs> so he decided it's probably just crappy. <laughs> that's probably a good point. I like that. <laughs> uh, and that's it for Evil Paul. So Moose says, worst Breath of Fire 5. Um, that's the one you have to play over and over, right? Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. That's- I think oh, that's okay. more interesting when people hate that game. So this is I, Dragon I Quarter or not? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, it's Dragon. Quarter. Okay, all right. Well, I don't five. think it's actually. Is, is it actually Dragon Quest Five or is it just Dra- or, Breath of Fire Five? Breath of Fire Dragon Quarter or is it Breath of Fire Five Dragon Quarter? Oh, uh, there's no five in the Dragon title. There's no five in the right. title. Yeah, it's no, Breath of Fire Five. Chronologically, Breath of Fire Five, unless we actually get oh, all right. something that's called. Let me Breath read the Fire comment Fox. then. You can tell me if it matches up. Um, the only redeeming factor in the whole game was the grid-free combat mode. Everything else was horrible. The whole game was set underground, and therefore everything was dark. Um, yeah, that's, that's Dragon Quarter. Yeah. So, so you, if you played the game based- multiple times, a dragon power that you weren't allowed to use, and ta-da. Yeah, it's like, what is up with that? Here, you can turn into dragon, but don't use it. You'll get a bad ending. What? No, no, <laughs> wait, that's, wait. Not, that's not right. Oh, okay. What it is is you can... Okay, so when you're playing the game, there's a counter on the screen. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it counts up or down, but it's counting to like 100%. If it yeah. hits 100, the dragon consumes you, and you get a game over that's permanent. You have to mm-hmm. start back from the beginning. Every yeah. time you use your dragon power, that counter shoots up. Okay. So if you use your dragon power a lot, you're going to hit 100%, and it gives you an automatic game over restart from the beginning of the game. Yeah. But if you don't use the dragon power, then you can make it to the end of the game without hitting 100. Okay. So that's why he says you but can't But then you have it. to replay it anyway. You don't have to replay it. You can replay it. Okay. I was able but to play But if you it use your 100%, front. then does it delete your save file, make you start from fresh? No, no. Okay. Just, it makes no. you start over and it carries over. It remembers how, uh, how, how long well you played. You did, how far you went, certain oh, okay. items that you're able to store. So um, you don't really start over. You kind of start over. You start over in the same way that you basically start over in Dragon Quest, except you don't retain your levels. Right. You lose all your levels and you start back at the beginning of the game. Okay. How long have you been Why able would to I start over my save state and not or save game and, and go that way? I don't know. How how there weren't <laughs> many save places in Dragon Quarter. Oh right, like bonus Dragon experience Quarter. you do get to keep. It's it's your grinding experience you yes. you have to discard. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Save places in Dragon Quarter were like three hours apart too. Yeah, that was one of the still three hours versus three hours versus the whole hours? game. I mean, I well, you weren't going to accidentally go up to 100%. Like, you would only do that if you were like, screw this boss battle, it's too hard, I'm going to turn into a dragon. And if you're lazy and do that too often. Like, I used the dragon powers in the game, and I yeah, didn't but hit if 100%. you were lazy and did it too often, you would just go back to your last save point. Exactly. Yeah, I don't get well, it. Then you might as well just start all over. Why would you start all over? That Why don't you just redo the fight without turning in the dragon too much? I don't get it. Apparently it's a short game. Oh. Yeah. Alright. Um... Let's see. What was I going to say? I can't remember. Uh, Beyond the Beyond. Yeah, we already know. Final Fantasy 1. Dragon Warrior 7. I'm sorry, Mike. Final Fantasy 1? 
Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> I mean, considering the fact that they, I don't um, know why. I don't know how you can discredit Final Fantasy One. That makes no sense. I mean, what are you comparing it to back then? <laughs> this I is can, so much worse than um, um, <laughs> games we don't have in the U.S. yet. <laughs> I could, we well, got Final Fantasy One before we got Dragon Quest, didn't we? Uh, I think we got uh, it before we got the first Dragon uh, War. We got the first Dragon War I really late. I think we late. did, but yeah. I don't think that was how it worked in Japan. No, it's not how it worked in Japan, but for us, it should be different. Yes, for us, we got Final Fantasy first. We got Dragon Warrior <laughs> 1 when like 3 was out in Japan, I believe. I don't think it was that late. But... It was really late in the NES. All right. They had to give it away with the time, Nintendo Power. I can see where it was coming awesome. from, though. By the time I played Dragon Warrior 1, I really didn't like it. It didn't age well, but I would never list it as one of the worst video games I've ever Fantasy. played because it was Dragon Warrior, you know, it was like 25 years old. <laughs> so, I, I mean, know, what, if you're playing a game that came out 25 years ago, you kind of should be expecting it not to have aged that well. Yeah. No, All right. So most disappointing, he says, Final Fantasy 8, which we kind of talked about. Suikoden 3. Okay. I thought Suikoden 3 oh. was one of the best Suikoden's ever from what people tell me. We get, I thought one, one like and two our, were supposed to be better than three. It, it won our RPG of the Year one year. Not RPG three. of the Year. Oh, it didn't? No, it didn't. Maybe for oh. a system. Oh, just for PlayStation 2? Yeah, I played sure. Suikoden 3. It was, I Actually, I thought the same thing. I was It was very hyped by a friend of mine, and I thought it was a good game, but it didn't really live up to the hype of the guy that loaned it to me. But mm-hmm. It was a fun game. And he also said Lucifer's Fountain of Perpetual Disappointment, which you know, is disappointing people by not coming out. So, so it's already living up yeah. expectations. <laughs> Master Chief gives us his list. Saga Frontier 1. Dirge of Cerberus, which I played, and yeah, it's not a very good game. <laughs> um, Legend of Mana for the PlayStation 1. Dirge is it's weird. The games I have finished, I finished a game like Dirge of Cerberus. I can't finish like good games, but I can finish Dirge of Cerberus. Because... <laughs> I wanted mm. to play the Final Fantasy VII game, and it was short. All right, Legend of Mana for the PlayStation 1. That's the one I called World of Mana last episode. That was a mistake. What's that? Did you ever finish Crisis Core? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, Beyond the Beyond for PS1, and Tecmo, Secret of the Stars. No characters, no story, no depth to the battle system, dialogue all in caps, graphics that make Dragon Warrior 3 on the NES look like Final Fantasy X on the PS2, grading music, the list goes on, and to think I almost beat this game on a rental. Man, we were desperate for RPGs back then, he says. Hmm. Oh my. Yeah. Alright, Night Train says, number five, Lunar Dragon Song. Number four, Lunar Dragon Song. Number three, Lunar Dragon Song. Number two, Lunar Dragon Song. And drumroll, please. Number one, Lunar Dragon Song. I know, I know, it's a horribly redundant list, but I'm not sure any game can reach the level of disappointment Lunar Dragon Song caused me. Lunar 1 and 2 are one of my all-time favorite games. I was giddy with joy when I first saw the news for Lunar DS. When I finally played it, even despite bad reviews, I was crushed. And it makes me sad thinking about the fact that there will probably never be another Lunar game. At least I won't get my hopes up. Hey, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> How far through the 138 forum comments have you read through? Um, all of them. Are you going to read them. them all? No. No. Okay. He's reading the, the list. The so main. number. He's f- reading highlights. Raybochan okay. has uh, Baton Kaitos, Saga Frontier, Chrono Cross. Kaitos. Okay. Yeah, I Baton Kaitos. He couldn't get in the game's plot at all, and he didn't think the graphics were much to write home about either. And the voice acting, the holy crap, the voice awesome. acting. was awesome. I loved wow. Ben Kaitos' story. The only complaint I ever heard about Ben Kaitos was the voice acting. Mm. 
<laughs> and they intentionally made it distorted, so you know that's your personal preference there. I mean, maybe this guy they're, has they're... only played excellent games. Like when you put, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've oh played gosh. ten games, and these no, are the worst he five. played Saga Frontier <laughs> exactly. as well, though. But I mean, you know, as, as terrible right. as I think the voice acting is for one particular character, it's totally explained why their voice is the way it is, like halfway through the game. Yeah, because that would, justifies it. If something's annoying, as long as I have a, a plot justification, therefore it's, it's okay not to annoy the players. Annoying. It's people thought people thought it was unclear. Okay. It's not annoying. In fact, they're a character that most people probably didn't even use to a large extent. Uh-huh. It's just people complained that it was very unclear. Well, yeah. If you and can't hear what they're saying, reason. the voice acting's kind of pointless, isn't it? It's not that you couldn't hear what they were saying. Okay. I think it's just something you have to play. All right, I guess so. Um, he pu- he also lists Chrono Cross, which it's like, yeah, Chrono Cross is just a game that stirs up a lot of emotions of disappointment, okayness, fun, great hey, Mitsuda songs. Hey, well, Chrono and, Trigger in Chrono Cross is the only disappointing part I found. Well, yeah, Chrono that, Cross the, weren't no, named Chrono Cross. There's another. Like there's another really disappointing pa- part, and that's that last boss. That was crap. That was the most pointless boss it. fight ever. What? I didn't get that far. Once I got to the part where they were trashing Trigger, I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this. Okay. Yeah, you, you didn't miss, miss much. Because it's just... It, <laughs> the story resolves in a really stupid way. It's just... It's not fun. It doesn't end up being fun. Um, the, What is fun, though, is they give you... um When you beat the game, they give you an item to speed up the battles or slow them down. So, like, you can play the whole game on fast-forward, basically. <laughs> Which is really hey. cool. I've never seen that before. <laughs> you just hold down, like, L1. And it's like... Ugh! Everything goes twice as fast. Um, Quest 64, well, you know that's bad. And Lunar Dragon Song, nothing is this bad. Nothing that I've played anyway. Bad plot, bad retconning, bad rep gameplay. Even Chrono Cross can't touch this poisonous abomination. Jeez. I believe it crashed quite a bit, too. On the DS? <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, Silicon Noob contributes Eternal Sonata. What? Do not wow. be seduced by the pretty graphics. This game is a feculent wellspring of dross. Oh, he just went off on a thesaurus there. Um, <laughs> he doesn't like the enemy know, AI. His vocabulary tends to be interesting. Yeah, he doesn't like the enemy AI. Uh, he doesn't like that there's only five different enemy designs, which are palette swapped a lot. And uh, the story was not good. The characters were annoying. Um, there's philosophical prolix. He's just trying to impress Lucifer, I think. Um, the writers, which seemed in perpetual infatuation with their own turgid prose. Maybe this is Lucifer. Maybe Lucifer just has Virgin. a second account. When I read this comment by Silico Noob, it was like a hug from Jesus. I loved reading about someone hating Eternal Sonata. Did you not like it either? No, I'm just bitter that it won Game of the Year last year. Oh. <laughs> in 2007. What do you think should have won? 3. Persona 3? Huh? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's probably... Oh. Now, I given I still it, so. haven't played Interior Sonata, but everything I've read about it makes it sound like a really pretty, traditional, straightforward Japanese RPG. And I thought Persona 3 should have beaten that for being so excellent and unique. Hmm. I was rather so, yeah. surprised that... Um, I love reading about the it. Loop game. That is kind of a problem that Persona 3 or Persona 4 didn't win in either of these two years, like, overall. So... I thought with all the gushing of three that it was definitely going to win, and then we get Eternal Sonata, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm. <laughs> oh, well. Because <clears throat> Eternal Sonata I hadn't played, so I was kind of like, huh, all right. Well, just from I going over the 2008 award results, 
Like when you get to the top games and we're averaging scores across staff, if one staff member didn't like a game, that's enough to pull it out of the top place pretty easily when you're averaging. Oh, no, let's so not get... Probably, yeah. I was going to say probably what happened with Persona 3 was maybe one person didn't like it that much, and it probably was enough to knock it below Eternal Sonata. Well, yeah, we did change that. So. It, it was a weird system. Let's 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 not let's not debate the system. Well, no, we're not debating, but we did change it for the, this year yeah. by yeah. Um, yeah. how much you had completed weighed more into yeah, weighed your score. Oh goodness, <laughs> you can't turn these things into math formulas. But all right, we just we did. I know. Actually, we did. <laughs> I know. You, did, you never saw the Excel spreadsheet. Don't think that works. <laughs> yes, we, you, yes, we didn't send Chris the Excel spreadsheets of how this actually went no, down. That's okay. I yeah. just I think there's flaws with that, but. You got you guys went in and made sure you, you reviewed the results and made sure that editorially you could stand behind it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, we had a final committee that made the de- you know final decision. <laughs> as long as you have a committee, you always got to have a committee. All right. Um, Silicon Noob edits and says, "I forgot to mention number two, Orphan Sign of of Sorcery." That um, was pretty bad. Agree. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dirge of Cerberus, Fable One. Okay. Lucifer would love Silicon Noob. This is why I think it is Lucifer. Um, Lord of the Rings for the Super Nintendo. Okay. Not much to say about this one other than the f- that I failed to see the point. The game wasn't well made and required you to enter codes rather than save into the cartridge. Like a throwback to the NES era. The game lacked anything to compel you to play further as well. So I didn't. <laughs> um, Final Fantasy Twelve. What? <laughs> I'm just playing... I'm really just playing the devil's advocate with this one. LOLZ. How does he go from Phyllis turgid prose to LOLZ in the same post? Um, I can't really say it's a bad game, but it was very disappointing nonetheless. He didn't like this. Okay, whatever. I'm not going into that. And he also throws out a dishonorable mention to the second disc of Xenogears. So All right, we'll give everybody, him that. Everybody I didn't even that. get there. Man, I have four legal pads of notes on Xenogears, and it still didn't help. You've still kept those? Um, I don't think I kept them. He doesn't throw anything away. I don't know. I do throw things away. <laughs> well, right. Lies. All and lies. And let's see. Moving on. Max Storm gives us a list, but without any justification, so that should make this go fast. Kingdom Under Fire, Circle of Doom, um, Beyond the Beyond. These are all games he's reviewed. That's why he does not give justification, and ah. they all have bad scores. <laughs> Cartia, The Word of Fate, Threads of... Which, you didn't like which, Cartia? He didn't like Karsha. That actually super surprised me because I really liked it. Which one's Karsha? Karsha was the one that you had the cards. How do you get? It was Karsha? a tactical no. RPG. Then it should be Cardia, shouldn't it? If you have it cards, is, yeah, yeah. I call it Karsha. Okay, is it a PS one? It's a tactical it's a RPG. For PS1. Yeah, it's a TRPG for the PS one. You can change the environments around you. You can do all sorts of stuff. It has a lot of summoned monsters. Um, I really liked it. Like you basically, what you do is you start the game and you start as either the guy or the girl and they have, uh, basically it's like a diamond shape where they start basically the same. They diverge out and then they come back together. I never owned a PlayStation one, so I didn't get around to playing mediocre to crappy PlayStation one games. Hmm. It wasn't mediocre or crappy. It was just, it was very long and it required a lot of forethought. Hmm. Oh, so you're saying Mac was too um, lack of forethought. I am not Mac enjoying anything. For a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I can totally, even though I don't agree with the fact that he didn't like it, I can see where he's coming from because it is sort of, this, it's very much like Nocturne. You're either going to embrace the difficulty or you're going to smash the game. Yeah, Smash, crash, yay. 
Arr. I don't know. Which is funny because I like Karsha and I hate Nocturne. You just love Nocturne. That I love Persona. All right. Um, let's see what I'm thinking of here. We've got Threads of Fate. What do we have Legend of Mana. Albert Odyssey, Legend of Eldian. I have no idea what that is, and I don't want to know. <laughs> Popful yes, Mail. What is Popful Mail? Nobody knows. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sega CD game, says Erdrick in the chat room. Um, okay, it's a Sega Saturn game, says Drav. Oh, we've already got debates, pretty sure. Okay. Okay, nobody knows. All right. Shining Anything Not a Tactical RPG. <laughs> Which is the, all the that. recent ones. That's I mean. Heard, Shining in the Darkness wasn't bad. But like the most recent action RPG one, I heard actually was pretty decent. But Chris, you've played Shining in the Darkness. Did you think it was terrible? <laughs> I, just, I just booted it up. <laughs> there was one, one recently oh, that it was a two-player game. Yeah. But it was fantastic when you played it with two players. Well, as is most it was, games. I think it was actually about four years ago at this point because I it was... It was actually before I got married, but I was living with Ian. And both myself and Roku had a copy of the game. And Roku played it single player, and I played the entire game through with Ian. And my review score was, like, several points higher than Roku's. Back uh-huh. on the out-of-ten system. Hmm. All right. And what was I looking for? Here, Shining Force. Hopefully the end of this. No, check this out. So I'm going, <coughs> to, I'm going to game rankings. Doing some... Okay. Uh, all right. We know Shining Tears is terrible. Uh, Shining Force Resurrection of the Dark Dragon. Okay, that's Shining Force one. Okay, that's uh, Shining Force one. It's the that's the Game Boy Advance remake that I gave five out of five to. All right, so it's either Exa or Neo. Then one of them somebody liked. I can't remember. Hmm. I don't remember. It's like I said, it's the one you can play multiplayer. I think it's almost Tears. It's not Tears. Okay. Well, check everybody everybody hates tears because it makes them cry. Hence the tears. That's the, uh-huh. I, that's how I rem- that's the mnemonic I made for that game. People don't like tears because they shining tears. It'll make you cry or whatever. So let's see. And um, what was the other one? Shining Force. Neo was that it? That was not Neo. Uh, whoa! One up like Neo. They gave it a ninety percent. So maybe it is Neo. Whatever. You can try that out some other time. Mm-hmm. 2005 versus 2007. I think X-Play liked Exa and everyone else liked Neo, and generally everybody hated them both. So however that works. Um, Tales of the World, Radiant Mythology. Wait a second. Isn't that a liked one by a lot of people? It's liked by insane, rabid Tales fans who like anything that starts with Tales. But sane people were pretty disappointed by it. I haven't played it. Oh, okay. When I saw that sane people didn't like it, I didn't buy it. Seventh Saga. Sane people didn't like it. Seventh how you, Saga. How do you declare your sanity beforehand? <laughs> I love Baroque, you know. I'm in that I'm in that uh that category of normal gamers. Yeah. Alright, so <laughs> Alright, let's keep moving. Seventh Saga, Saga Frontier One, Lunar Dragon Song, and Lunar Lunar Legend. Wait. What's Lunar <laughs> Legend? Anybody know? It's a GBA game. Wait, so this is... Wait, 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 wait. Lunar is the remake of... Are there two portable Lunar remakes? Yes. Oh my god. (laughs) Why did they do it twice? I don't know. Because the first one was awful. But the second one was worse. They tried really hard. (laughs) Wait. 
I don't understand. So they've Lunar Legend is a remake of the the original or of the Saturn of the PlayStation remake. Does anybody know? Nobody knows. I don't okay. know. Um, <laughs> and then they said, I think the Game you know, Boy Advance one is like a toned down port of the PlayStation one. Okay. Without, the only without the fun translation. The only person that I know that played Lunar Legend was Tony. I remember people being... I remember reading about that in magazines, that Lunar Legend was not, you know, anywhere near as good as the original. And, okay. Whatever. Doesn't matter. <sighs> That's crazy. Alright, and Lucifer says, a sampling of his worst RPGs is Fable, Beyond the Beyond, Quest 64, Legend of Lagaya, Lunar Dragon Song, Saga Frontier 2, Final Fantasy, Crystal Chronicles, Ring of Fates... Faxanadu, <laughs> I love that name. Zelda Two, Draken. What the hell is Draken? Swords and Draken. Serp- yeah. You know, oh no no. Draken no, no. was I'll not talk. really uh, an RPG. <laughs> okay. Draken was one of the first Super Nintendo RPGs, and it was ported from a PC game, and it was very bizarre. Okay. It was almost unplayable. It was back in the day when you were expected to just oh, test different one. things. Was it- there's no direction. Actually, the the hardcore gaming 101 site for it is really good. It it kind of explains how bizarre. Uh, the hardcore so gaming 101 site. Yeah, you never been there? No, I, I'm not really surprised, but it's a good site. I went to hardcoregaming101.com. Nothing. Oh, here we go. Hg101.class. Oh, yeah. Goodness. I uh I borrowed Dragon from a friend when I was a kid and liked it, and then years later saw it at a flea market for five bucks used and bought it. I was like, oh, now that I'm older, I'll be much better at it. And I, I couldn't play it. I was actually worse at it when I was older because I had all these good <laughs> games I could play instead. So it's just a <laughs> review of old games that are bad or something? No, no, no. Most of them are good. But oh. they, they give pretty good synopsises of uh, older games. That only hardcore people would ever try. Yeah. I mean, Draken was really hard. I mean, some of the stuff like you had to Tifa do... Like Tan X. Like, one of the tricks in Draken was there's, like, places you could pass, but only if you walked backwards. I mean, some of the stuff <laughs> really weird. All right, moving on. Swords and serpents. What? What? <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. You, you can only back. get in if you walk backwards. Whatever. Yeah. Swords and hey. serpents. I don't know that one either. Um, Legend of Lagaya, or no, sorry, Legend of Mana, and a multitude of others because he hates lots of stuff. Blue Zebra says unlimited Sagan, or excuse me, unlimited saga. Sagan. Metal <laughs> Dungeon. Sagan. I've never heard of Metal Dungeon. Dot yeah, Hat Games. Very bad. Fable Two. That's a. I don't know if you could put that on a worst list, but okay. I, I'm sure Lucifer would. Dungeon if Siege. If you it, you could put it on Whoa, a worst list. Whoa, Dungeon Siege was supposed to be a good Diablo 2 clone. Huh. It was okay. It wasn't that I great. was disappointed yeah, but by Dungeon again, Siege. Again, a mediocre game is not a worst game. There's a difference. Was Dungeon Siege the one that had all of those bugs? No, that was not. No, Dungeon no, Siege was... No, Dungeon Siege didn't have bugs. It was generally well-received for be- for what it was, you know? All right. I, I've tried the demo. I mean, okay. I, I could, you know, you had a donkey that carried your stuff for you that walked around with you. It's kind of weird. It didn't get lost in the desert. What? Donkey didn't get lost in the no, desert. No, no, it's not Prince of Persia. All right. Paladin's <laughs> Quest for the Super Nintendo. Okay, this is Keldaris. He says Paladin's Quest for the Super Nintendo. Okay. Never heard of that. Um, Final Fantasy Chris Chronicles um, Ring of Rates. Ansher reviewed it at one point, I think. Okay. And I, I don't just tend to go through our old reviews records just to catch up on games I may have not played. Do you go through our <laughs> Well, new you're not records? cool. I, I don't. <laughs> um, Grandia 3. Hmm. Grandia 3. I miss that completely. Um, As Your Dreams for the PlayStation 1. And Kingsfield. Hmm. 
don't you know, know, it's kind of funny because a lot of people who poo-poo the rose-tinted goggles of the nostalgia crowd, and I'm not going to name any names, yeah. uh, have uh, always come back on our forums. And it's like, I really liked Kingsfield. I know. There was a, Isn't Kingsfield the Kingsfield's one? Kingsfield's like a classic. With it's the one that Martin really likes. With two what? I thought it was one where you had multiple characters sharing an HP bar. I don't or is know. Is that something else? I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm only familiar with it in passing. Ask Martin. I never, I never played something it. else. Well, that's it. That's that's everyone's worst RPGs. <laughs> Except us. We haven't gone. Oh goodness. Didn't we go last week? I thought we did. Oh, uh, I Do wasn't you, here last week. Glenn, hit us up. I think you're the only awesome. one left. <laughs> here, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to pull up my bio page because I listed them there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, yeah, my bio. Do they? You're like, you know, put whatever you want in the bio. I was like, right. forget that. I'm going to put the games I hate the most. So yeah, I have. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Valhalla Knights Two as probably being the worst game I ever played. Now, I really wow. hated that game. So did that would be number one. I'd put Breath of Fire Four as number two. Because it was so bland. Have you guys played Breath of Fire 4? No. Uh, no. I played yes, I but I don't think I played it all the way through. Uh, just, Did you play it enough was, uh, to hate it, Anna? The epitome of terrible, less than mediocre traditional. Did I? I didn't hear that. Did you play it enough to hate it? No. no. Yeah, I just I didn't it. play it enough to love it. Then I have Dragon Quest Seven, which is pretty self-explanatory. Everyone hates that. And then uh, Final Fantasy VIII, also pretty self-explanatory. Everyone hates that. And the last one was a uh, Vagrant Story, Wait, which I went into. Everybody doesn't hate Final Fantasy VIII, though. Uh, yeah, people who finish games all hate Final Fantasy VIII. I finished Final Fantasy VIII and didn't hate it. <laughs> that was back before he knew, you know, to play better games. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> what's your what's what's after eight? Uh, Vagrant Story. Vagrant Story? Really? Yeah. Yes. Wow. I would give you a nod for Vagrant Story. Yeah. The thing is, I wanted to like it. If they make a remake of that game, I will buy it if they fix the issues it had. It was almost a great game. I guess like it's kind of an issue that guy has a lot with his games, because Final Fantasy XII was kind of that way for some people, too. I, I thought Vagrant Story was almost a great game, but... The load times... like It was a game built around you opening up menus and changing weapons every five minutes... But there was a long delay on opening up menus, and it eventually drove me insane. I, I got right to the end and then stopped playing because I couldn't take it anymore. Oh, poor guy. Some, was, some wasn't even a very fun, long game. Some fun site history for those that have been readers for shorter periods of time. Uh, Vagrant Story is the reason we have a reviews department. Okay. Why is that? No, you haven't told the story. You have to yeah, tell the story. story. That was a really short story. <laughs> it's just the punchline. Uh, just... We we didn't have like an official reviews department. We just had just staff members who put up reviews whenever they felt like it. And uh, when right. when we put up our vagrant story review, there was a lot of controversy. So uh, at that point, we decided that there was going to be an official redu- reviews department with actual rules and regulations. Ah, all right, cool. Um, let's move on to new releases, shall we? But we're finally sure. done. Yes, <laughs> that was a long did, one. Did we lose um, pause? We lost pause. Oh, we upgrade. <laughs> we lost you on the chat. Um, All right. Well, whatever. Um, for there's still talking about FF8 in the chat. I'm not paying any attention. Oh, okay. Say what? We're still talking about FF8 in the chat. I'm not even paying attention. All right. <laughs> because he said everybody hates Final Fantasy VIII, and not everybody there does. So, <laughs> all right. He also said Dragon Quest Seven, I think. So I'm just not listening to him anymore. 
Yeah, because you worked on Dragon Quest Seven. <laughs> Shh. All right. Secret, everyone. It's not a secret. <laughs> yeah, the company's no. gone. It doesn't matter anybody. It's a secret to everybody. That's right. Darn it, I can't even quote right. It is a secret to everybody. That's why we need to have a. You just maybe dance a jig to. Uh, let's move on, please. I did Releases so so Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon comes out this week. That's the uh, remake of the first Fire Emblem, and it'll be out on the DS. So it should be awesome. Hopefully, Dragon Quest Five Hand of the Heavenly Bride, which we have a review up for. A cube. Uh, who reviewed that? Uh, me. I don't know. Good. Guy. So you can talk about it later. One of our top talk. reviewers reviewed this game. Yeah, no Let me kidding. tell you about it. All right. Dragons, <laughs> and then finally, Drakensang. <laughs> Subtle like hammer. Drakensang, the dark eye. I've never heard of this game before. <laughs> so I have no idea what it's about. Apparently, it's a party-based RPG. I wonder if it's actually coming out. It looks like it's supposed to be... The menus and stuff looks like a simplified, you know, Baldur's Gate style RPG. Yeah, it's so, abound. Similar to Icewind Dale, someone in the chat room says. So that could be good, but considering that these games are very hard to put together and make them very good, unless it's done by a really good publisher or rather developer, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, why don't you tell us, Mr. Glenn Wilson, about Dragon Quest V, since you wrote the review? Yeah, I liked it. And like I. You, you liked it so much, wait, 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 you gave wait. it a mediocre I score. To, I need to repeat that. You above know. average. I gave it a above average Yeah, three and score. a half is an average score. It's not No, what does that giant text under a 3.5 say? It says above average. Yeah, uh-huh. Actually, it just says good. Oh, does it? This is great. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I, I, yeah, I read my own reviews well. <laughs> Oh, we have Darn, right, it does say good. 2.5 yeah, says good. below average. <laughs> it technically, so yeah, it's I, above average, like, except this is the average score that most games people seem to review nowadays give. Oh, not the Glenn Wilson reviews, let me tell Again, you. Average is a terrible way to say it. So you think it's above mediocre. I do think it was above mediocre. I almost gave it a 4 but out of 5. not really good. I, almost. I think, I think this is one of the reviews that you have to read the text for to see if you should buy it or not. I think if you're a okay. Dragon Quest fan, you'd probably love this game. Oh yeah, that, you great. Quest, that, that, that's exactly it. what we need more of in the games industry. If you already are a fan of this genre, buy this game. Yeah, yeah, but I think you'll <laughs> love it. I, like, I'm not surprised in the forum. Uh, Slayer said that this was his favorite Dragon Quest game. Like, I can kind of see why. A lot. Of, they did a lot of different things in this one. Well, if it's a favorite Dragon Quest game, it should be getting like a four or a five. I don't know. For him, not for you. All right. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's, Person yeah, in the forum said it. Right, so text. tell me, tell me, just tell me about it. I'll shut up. You're not supposed to look at a 3.5 and decide if you want it or not. You're supposed to read the review. And but I'm, I'm. Well, that's the problem with scores. I, I is it turns it into a consumer you read the review regardless of what the score says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the scores make it like a consumer reports thing, and that's always been an issue with our industry. Consumer reports doesn't have like a giant wall of text next to the star or the X. Yeah, yeah I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Well, uh, that's because Consumer Reports also does 30 games on one page. Or 30 <laughs> items. Games. Yeah. These yeah. are the best dishwashers. Blah, there's your long list. Okay, I guess I'll buy another. <laughs> <laughs> that's the magazine <laughs> barfing out <laughs> reviews for you. <laughs> <laughs> there's your new score. Alright, all right, Glenn, tell me about the endearing characters and pet monsters. Sir. So yeah, I liked it. The The game is broken down into three pieces. You follow the, the hero through the course of his life. It kind of opens with a, a birth sequence. So you start out as a kid. Do you have to press the button a lot to get out of the womb? 
No, no, there isn't that. Yeah. Oh. Just... Yo, Chris. <laughs> well, I don't know like how much three. how much role playing are we doing? And then, do you have to like I, I, cry I, into the microphone of the DS? You have to blow. You have to uh, blow into okay. the microphone. You have to push, <laughs> and then you come out. You have to do proper Lamaze breathing. So... Okay, can we move <laughs> on? Okay, move on, please. Okay. Okay. This is new high so role like playing. About, like one of the problems I have at Dragon Quest games is from the first second you play to the last, they're exactly the same. Like maybe you get new abilities, but they, they get old for me before they end. But Dragon Quest V never did that because it changes over the course of the game. So at first you're a kid and you don't have a lot of abilities. And it's very basic for a Dragon Quest game. Pretty much all you and can this... do is go on the internet and post flames on forums? Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except you can't legally do yeah. that, so you have to be sneaky about it. That's all right. <laughs> he has a computer in his house. You make a, a handle, <laughs> and then you uh, rant about games you've never played and podcasts you've never listened to. Yes. All right. Good. That's how it happens. So then the, the middle section, it changes where you're, there are not a lot of NPCs in your party. That was one of the things I liked about it was you don't get all these random people joining you for no real reason. But you recruit monsters. For some reason, monsters will like you a lot. And after a battle, there's a random chance that one of the guys you just killed will uh, want to join you. I guess he comes back to life. And he'll hop in your wagon and tag along for the rest of the game. And you you the you the dragon. This, you this is where the Dragon Quest Monster spinoff comes off. You defeat them. You kill them. Oh. <laughs> you knock <laughs> them unconscious. You take their HP to zero, which is normally death, except for this one situation. Because yeah, it's yeah, child-friendly yeah. this way. Right, Come right, on. right, right. You're right. So, of course. Does Dragon Quest have to worry about being child-friendly? Mm-hmm. No, but you're a child at that point. Duh. No, no, yeah, no. He said after you grow up. No, that's after that. You're a, you're a young adult when you start recruiting monsters. Damn it. All you can do is make fun <laughs> of monsters when you're a kid. <sighs> Jerk. But I liked Anyways. it because it made it more random. Like, when I was looking at screenshots for the, of the game to put in the review... A lot of the monsters in the screenshots, I never recruited. They just, the, whatever random number generator makes monsters join you or not, never gave me those monsters. So I think it's more replayable than other Dragon Quests. Because like, if I played the game again, maybe the slime I used all game would never join me. But maybe I'd get a baboon demon. And the baboon demon, I might use him all game instead. That sounds like a great guy to have. <laughs> well, you know, the, mo- the monsters in Dragon Quest are pretty kooky. Yeah. So that's mostly the middle part of the game. And then uh, the end part, you are an adult, and then you get a lot of strong NPCs that join you, and you have the monsters you already had. So you kind of you can all you know make a party of four. So it's a lot of choice on this monster I've been leveling up for ten hours. Do I want to keep him? Do I want to get this new monster who looks a lot more awesome, but he starts at level one, so I'd have to level him up? Do I want to use one of these really strong NPCs that just joined me? So that was what I liked a lot about the game, and the story is centered around your family. So instead of trying to save the princess in the castle you never met, it's a lot more of you and your parents and your wife and your offspring. So it's like it's more relatable, I think, if you're playing a a game. Can you play as a guy or a girl, or are you just a guy? You're a guy. You're a guy. So yeah, like like what Paul's starting to say, you you end up feeling more endeared toward the, the creatures and the people in the game because you spent the whole game around them. And it makes more sense to the player that instead of the... I think I said in the review, large bosomed woman that always kind of joins the party. There's none of that. It's all it's all family members and it's all pets and monsters. So I liked it. Three point five out of five. All right, and um, I have a question. All right, what's yeah, the yeah. question? Do you have a limited number of monsters you can recruit? Mm, I'm going to say no. If there is, I never hit it. Well, you were saying like, well, maybe I won't get the slime, but I'll get the baboon demon. And I'm like, well, can I just have both? It's because it, it's, it's random. 
So maybe, I, I don't know the statistics, but maybe there's like a 20% chance a slime will join you after you beat it. But maybe there's only a 5% chance one of the monster hunters will join you. Maybe there's only well, a 1% guess- chance a ham- uh, Hammerhood will join you. My my guess is um, it's based on the same theory of the Dragon Quest monsters, where it's based on your current level. So yeah, yeah you, up, you have to be a certain level in order to recruit monsters. That's true. But in addition to that, there's a probability attached to it. So right, you can't but, get a really strong monster to join you if you're level 10. Maybe you have to be level 30. But even once you right. hit level 30, it doesn't always join. Well, yeah. And that was the same with the monsters. I mean, the harder the monster, the less likely it would join you. But, I mean, you can still level up to increase your chances. So yeah. here's a question, and I'm not sure that it was touched upon. Mm-hmm. Do you carry anything over from Dragon Quest Four? I'm pretty sure you don't, but I just no. want to confirm. Before okay. I put the review up, I looked through the paperwork Square gave me that came with the review copy just to make sure I didn't goof, and it didn't it didn't mention anything about why four carrying carry, that Let's remember why would you that. Carry over. You mm-hmm. can't carry over because. Dragon Quest Four was a Famicom game, and Dragon Quest Five was a Super Famicom game. Why would you? Well, carry- yeah, but I mean, there's there's stuff that. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dragon Quest Four was a Famicom cartridge, right? Yes. That's, Nothing that's says Quest they could have added anything to the DS version. They're, well, they're remakes. They could have added it if they wanted. Yeah. Like what though? They're not connected games or stories. What would you carry over? They are the four, five, and six is a trilogy. Are a trilogy. Yeah, but are they actually like, a trilogy, or they just take place in the planet with the same name? They're a trilogy. Names? Okay. So you're going to go take... in 5 and meet some of the people from 4? I don't know. I haven't played 4. <laughs> like, can you meet Tornico? No. Do you meet a merchant named Tornico? Then it's not really a trilogy, is it? No. I wouldn't. They take place in the same world, and my understanding is that 5 references 4 sometimes, I mean, but that's it, it. Well, what I'm getting at, is this like the same world as in like a connected world, or is it like um, the recent Tales game takes place in the same world as the on, the, on the Wii is the same world as the one on the GameCube, or is it the same world as in Ivalice is the same world, but you never really do anything in Ivalice that's similar to the previous games? Option 2. Well, I'm asking Anna and Mike, because they, they're the ones who were saying they're really connected. We haven't so. played Dragon Quest V. We just know they're a trilogy. Okay. Five has never been released in America before. It's so like 1, 2, 3 played. is a trilogy. 4, 5, and 6 are a trilogy. This is like not something we're pulling out of our you know collective behinds. This is something that... I'm, you know, I'm not doubting that it's a trilogy. I'm we trying don't to figure know out why it's Chris, a trilogy. We've Chris, just been told just, it is. They yeah. just take place in the same world. It's not like five years later and you see everyone again. It's yeah. like 2,000 years later, and it just so happens to be in the same world. Mm. It's an Ivalisian trilogy, then. Yes. Yeah. He said he said the latter, and then you said, no, you want to, you don't well, want to listen I wanted to, to I wanted to hear it from you as well, and I wanted to I don't know. It. I'm assuming it's not a direct trilogy. It's not like you say, okay, you're done with this, and then, you know, 100 years later... Everybody's happy that Torneco was there, but now we're going to do this again. Cram no. says they're the Heaven Trilogy. What? Cram what? says they are the Heaven Trilogy. They, they have a name, yes. I thought it was so the it was Zenithia both Trilogy. Both trilogies have it's, it's, names. Yeah, it's the Zenithia Trilogy, I thought. Oh, yeah, it's what's Zenithia. The first, what's the first trilogy's name? Uh, I think that might be the Heaven Trilogy. Okay. I always called it the first trilogy. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> the Dragon Quest trilogy, <laughs> exactly. and then the second one. <laughs> he says so Zenithia is another word for heaven, so well, we're then, covered. Okay. It is both the Heaven trilogy and the Zenithia trilogy. I guess. Well, yeah, because it sounds like a made-up yeah, word. It's the the kingdom in heaven that you went to in Dragon Quest Four. That's right. Ah, okay. So there you go, Dragon Quest Five. <laughs> sort of. What? 
well, then they were all like, well, it's kind of, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But so it, sounds it, like- it was good. I would say if you have a DS and you like traditional Japanese RPGs, you should definitely pick it up. It was worth getting. But yeah. is it worth playing over The World Ends With You? I haven't played The World Ends With You yet. Oh, okay. So yes, by default. Oh, yeah. According to, oh, according to Glenn, <laughs> I, I'd imagine, yeah. All right. Uh, if Square wants to send me a copy of The World Ends With You to review, then I'll play that. Have you, uh, have you been playing anything else, Glenn? Oh, yeah. Are we doing Now Playing now? Yeah. I guess? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've been playing Romancing that, Saga. Yeah. Uh, Gaijin, the Japan Ammonium columnist, is big on Romancing Saga, uh, Minstrel Song which is a remake of a Super Famicom game, I think. But he's big on that because of all the Japanese RPGs. It's very non-traditional. It's an open world. They kind of drop you in it and tell you absolutely nothing about what to do. And a lot about the game is unusual. Just the, the leveling system is weird. I mean, it's a saga game, so you level up by hitting things and it makes your attack more and casting spells and it increases your intelligence. But most of the game is really weird. And I'm liking it so far. I, I bought it at Gaijin's suggestion last spring. And finally got around to it, and I'm maybe maybe 15 hours in. Mm-hmm. They give you an option of seven different characters to start with, and they tell you nothing about them. So just kind of like, Ugh. so I just picked one of the characters, and each one of their stories is supposed to be different. And they they hope that you'll play through it multiple times with multiple characters. Have any of you guys played Romancing Saga for PS2? I think I, I tried it and was like, no. Yeah, the initial. It, there wasn't really an initial difficulty spike, but there was an initial weirdness spike. And once yeah, you got over the, spike. yeah, once you get over the initial weirdness spike, it was you pretty like fun. Baroque. I, I'm not going with anything you saying is not weird. <laughs> that is weird to the next level. Oh yeah, so Baroque was weird, and Romancing Saga is also weird. It's so not if weird. I don't like Baroque. Hmm, let me think about this. Well, it isn't weird in that like floating giant-headed dolls rush you and explode in kamikaze attacks, and the game doesn't tell you how to play it. <laughs> uh, I was thinking the game that's helpful. the whole fish and the NPC mentality, but okay. I'll give you the exploding dolls. <laughs> Romancing Saga doesn't hide the tutorial, unlike Baroque, so you can actually learn how to play it in the game without trial and error. It's just, it's more about exploration. I mean, I'm liking it so far. I might I try to review games if I play them, and there's only one review up on the site, and there's only one review up for Romancing Saga. So if I finish it, I might review it just so there's a second review up. But See, and I'm enjoying it so far, but it's not really. That's the really opposite mentality of me. I'm like I look at a game and I'm like, well, five people reviewed this game, so therefore it must be worth playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got this just because Gaijin told me to, and I, he's recommended it to a lot of people. So I. You know, everyone has some pet game they liked and no one played. This seems to be his, so I thought I'd give it a shot. Sweet. So okay. should we all get it? That's, that's what I've been playing this week, was uh, finishing up Dragon Quest V and then Romancing Saga. So My 360 died a couple weeks ago. Oh, and, that uh, sucks. Yeah, the, has it been the, sent in? Yeah, the coffin came and I sent it back. And they fixed it like in one day. They sent me an email in the morning that said we got it. And they sent me an email at midnight that said we fixed it. Oh, so, they fixed it. See, for me, they're like, I got nothing. And then I suddenly got an email two days later saying, here's your new tracking number, and I get, oh, look, it's my new 360. Yeah, so oh, they, really mine they, wasn't haven't, they haven't sent me an email yet saying they've shipped it back to me. So as far as I know, it's spent about the last four days sitting in a Microsoft factory not being sent back no, to no, me. No, 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 no. They fixed it. Now they have to, you know, intensively test it by playing <laughs> you know, Halo 3 and stuff. They or, actually oh. sent you an email yeah. saying they fixed it? Yeah. 
Yeah, That's they will if if they usually don't fix they elect them, they to fix it you. over replacing yeah. it. They will email you. That's interesting. I guess that what means was you wrong with your... yours. Wasn't a okay. normal red ring? No, it just it would freeze after oh, turning on. It would turn right. on, and then about right. ten seconds later, it would freeze. No red rings. It was pretty disappointing. See, that that was my problem. Is I I turned on Rock Band, and yeah. I got to like the first song, and then it froze. And then when I reset it, that's when I got the red ring. Uh-huh. See, mine froze while I was playing Mass Effect, and then when I reset it, it froze about ten seconds after I turned it on, and it kept doing that. Oh, so you never got the red rings? Nah. Oh, sorry. I even tried to leave it on for several hours just to see if it would change. <laughs> just to get it hot. <laughs> just to get it to happen. Oh my god. No. All right. It all right. just stayed frozen for five hours. It was, it was disappointing. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, Michael, what you've been playing. Um, <clears throat> let me think. Because I, I gave you a list earlier. No, I forgot. Hold on. You said Puzzle Quest. Puzzle Quest, yeah. you said. The Puzzle Quest demo. And I'm still working on the impression of this. But the demo of Galactrix. The- Trying to make the impression not boring. <laughs> so, oh, but the problem is, is the game is. As I entered the game, I saw all these multicolored gems, and I they moved were one over, and four of them were together, and they disappeared. It was amazing. <laughs> Could do something like that. <laughs> yeah, actually three. Well, but three can, of them together. Yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. yeah. So the biggest thing I like about Puzzle Quest was how much I wanted even more. Because the first one had the cute little, oh, this is our, our story, and you know, you're going to do this because the quests are kind of fun, but you, you, you don't really get a choice, and you're going to get these companions anyway and stuff. And already I can see that Galactrix is going to be completely different. Because the first thing I did when I go in the game is attack my own ship. Or not my own ship, my own allies. Mm-hmm. And they give me a warning saying I probably don't want to do this. But I did anyway. And, uh, and I lost uh, loyalty points on my faction, and I was like, Okay, so if I tick them off enough, can I go join the pirates? That would make an entirely different story branch. That would be cool. Or will they hunt me down in, in open space? That would be kind of cool, too. So they wouldn't let me do that in the demo, but I'm curious if they'll let me do that later in the full game. changes, yeah. Um, you also, there's a lot more, you know, you, you, you got locked in your character in Puzzle Quest. You basically, you picked your abilities and they grew with you and that was it, the end. Mm-hmm. In Puzzle Quest, bleh, Puzzle Quest Galactrix, you actually will have multiple ships, and you can equip them and change their weapons and do all their abilities at different times. And uh, also, abilities now have a recharge time, so you can't just everything pound the same ability over and over and over. Really? Yeah. Is that good or bad? That's very That's good. good. Puzzle Quest was exploitable. Yeah, or I know. Exploitable. I exploited it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's, it's there's a lot of battles to get through in Puzzle Quest, Mike. So having some tricks to do to make them faster isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think they've reduced the number of battles that you have to do as well. All right. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell because obviously it was a it was about an hour demo by reading all the story and everything, but it was pretty fun. Um, I, I still think it's amazing how many times you can chain things without trying. Because I, I know that was the big thing in, in Puzzle Quest. I was like, well, it just keeps making combos, and I, I swear it still does. There's no way I can have that many colors and still just hit all these combos and supernova. And, um, oh, oh, yes. If you get a supernova and then hit a damage, yeah, can be one-shotted. Did we describe what supernovas are? Uh, supernovas where you get these chains, and when you get a certain number of them. So if I make a, a, a match, and it removes, like let's say, you know, four white... 
and then it keeps moving like yellows and greens as it as it puts in more pieces it keeps chaining them yeah you get enough of a chain you get a nova or a supernova oh it's like heroic efforts in the first one yes right except you you acquire more pieces because it's easier to get yeah like last time it was four and five right it's super easy five is the only one that gives you an extra turn now yeah but one of the things i if you get a before you did the heroic effort you got 100 xp and that was it Mm-hmm. Now they're much more nasty. I had one where I was fighting the pirate, and I got the supernova, and then I got what should have been 14 damage to him. It did 63 and killed him. All right. Good. One shot. I was like, I, I win. Which means that can happen to you too, though. So Exactly. Which yeah. means if they supernova on you, you're dead. Yeah. That should be interesting. Again, the nice thing about Puzzle Quest is if you die, you get all your XP, all your stuff, you just restart the battle. What's this coming out on at first? Everything? Oh, uh, you know, PC. All DS. at the same time? As far as I, assume so. I think it's within like we, a month of each other. Okay. The problem we have is we don't have any official confirmation of the date besides what GameStop is telling us. Which is what? 224. Hmm. Pretty soon then. So, so 10 days Hopefully. from now, yeah. But we're not, we haven't got any, you know. One of the things is, it hasn't gotten gold that we've seen, because I haven't seen it anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We have no news about whether it's actually going to come out on that point or not. Yeah. All right. So, they're still saying spring, and that's all we get. But I don't know how you got spring in February at the same time. (laughs) Why not? I don't know. But, you know, 10 days away, GameStop usually isn't that inaccurate. So, we'll figure it out. Um. This week has been mostly things I wanted to do I didn't get to. I wanted to finish Valkyria Chronicles. Uh, I didn't. I wouldn't say it was necessarily hard as much as I just kept messing with all my characters and not actually doing anything. So I wasted all my time customizing and not fighting, which was kind of dumb because I know how close to the end I am, but I was like, but I want the perfect setup. I keep trying to figure out how to uh, get my characters to work together. Because they tell you can do that, and they figure out these potentials and all this stuff. Because I know that um, Rosie loves her um, big sister potential, but I never see it actually do anything. I just get it, you know, it lights up, and I'm like, well, what did I do? You know? Well, it's mostly just stat bonuses and stuff. Yeah, but how do I trigger it every time? I need it reliable, not randomly happening. Well, not all of them trigger every time. I know. <laughs> I know. That's the part that's annoying. I want them to. I mean, most of the time that I saw on that was when you get people to do stuff together is when you just have them next to each other and have one of them take an action. But they have to be friends. Well, maybe. They have to be, yeah. They have to like each other to do that. So typically your best combos are like, you know, your main characters. Get Mm -hmm. uh, and and, what's the big guy's name? It doesn't matter. I'm completely blank. You know, yeah, or get the the guy, the, the girl. Sure. I can't believe I just forgot all the characters' names. Anyway, <laughs> so I was supposed to do that. I was supposed to start Star Ocean 2. I haven't done that yet either. You're supposed to finish the Sky 3's review? I did work on it. Okay. <laughs> like I was you sick most of the week. Changed the name of the template to Disgaea 3 staff review 1.html and called it a day. He gave it a three and a half in, <laughs> in advance of assuming that every game uh, would get a three and a half. You know, now it will get a three and a half, and you'll be like, <laughs> I'm not. It's still between three and three and a half. I have not decided the final score because I want to get all written, reread it, and then give the final score. You actually finished that game, right? Yes. I didn't even hear about when you finished it. It's because I was busy. Ah, got it. 
And plus, and it was I finished it when I stopped complaining about how much grinding I was doing. <laughs> okay. Well, that's, <laughs> well, you didn't even get into most of the game then. You're supposed to grind and do all the optional stuff. No. I started no. writing a fable. I started I writing a fable. I got to the end and I was like, hooray, the end. I don't want to touch this game anymore. What about? I started writing a fable 2 review a few weeks ago and I only got as far as a third paragraph and haven't touched it since then. Oh, okay. Are you have? Am I farther than the third paragraph? Yes. Yeah. I actually have the conclusion done first, which I thought was interesting. It's the first time I've ever done that. I often do the introduction and the conclusion at the same time. The introductions because are always last. Because when you write a paper like that, you're supposed to do, the, the introduction is supposed to be the, the conclusion is supposed to be basically the backwards introduction. I love how our and, reviews are considered papers. Like they're skyly. Well, I write them like. Now they're papers. That's all we do. I write them like I write essays. And I mean, oh. the thing is, is that something that we've always tried to maintain, I don't, it's not like a standard, but something we've always kind of tried to unofficially maintain was, you know, the fact that there's supposed to be no new information in the conclusion. Oh, no, there isn't anything like that. But the thing with the conclusion was, it was basically the summary of the review. So uh-huh. then I go to the conclusion to remember everything I summarized. Yeah. But I, I just end up writing the conclusion the first because <laughs> if I guys, put something guys, in the guys, guys, go, go, oh yeah, I have to put that somewhere review else. Cast. <laughs> review cast. This is turning into long form review cast. This is, that's because <laughs> we outnumber you now, Chris. Because <laughs> nobody <laughs> does it. That's right. It's funny that we're Chris, one of the few sites on the internet that actually does the long form anymore. It's, uh, yeah. Interesting. I know. I love it. I love it. Mm. I'm. I'm I keep trying to read reviews. We to should see. go all the oh. way with it. Take scores away and make people treat it just as editorial reviews. Like, um, but then we wouldn't get the box prints. We don't get the box yeah. prints anyway. We yeah, do we one do. later. Some sometimes. All right. We get a, we actually get a lot of like newspaper or like not newspaper. We get a lot of magazine quotes. Yeah, G Lancer in the pot in the chat is like not a good idea. We like numbers. Yes, most of the internet likes numbers, and it's a problem. <laughs> Actually, if we didn't have numbers, we'd be removing sites like you know Metacritic and Game Rankings and stuff like that, and that mm-hmm. would lower our exposure too. Yeah, I like that we have numbers because then you can read people replying to the numbers, and they clearly didn't read the review, <laughs> and that makes me feel warm at night knowing that people are stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it makes you feel better knowing that people don't read what you write. <laughs> All right, that's cool. We'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, um, and the last thing was uh, my Japanese coach. I'm still working on that. I'm, I'm a toddler. Did I mention that before? Um, yes, I think so. Okay. It gives you your, your Japanese brain age. You're like two. <laughs> no, they just say how, you know, kind of like how far you are along. Um, I'm spending a lot of time just trying to write because I realize this is going to be the key for me. And then I sit there and I think about it for a long time and I'm like, you know, if I get more words, then I can, you know, understand the letters better so i was realizing i'm just going to write all these words and not our letters and not remember them so now i'm trying to actually move along so we'll see how that goes i might end i give up again and go you know maybe i'll go back and do the writing or something hmm. i tried to read you know just it's it's fun though just to go to japanese sites and you know i i recognize that i recognize that it's it's fun huh cool so i gotta get yeah, i still that. think i should get my daughter my Spanish coach, but I'm afraid to give her my DS, so it's not working out yet. Mm, she'd probably. You have it. a reason to buy a second DS now, don't you? Oh no! Yes, yes. One month is going to happen. It, it's, it's not gonna going happen. to happen. It's not until she's four. Probably. She needs a DS. You need a DSi. This is perfect. Oh, God, I hate you. Because <laughs> I'm right. 
No, you're not. I'm totally <laughs> right. It up. It's going to happen. Vivian needs a DS. Yep. Uh, it's done. Anyway, I'm done. It's settled go. now. <laughs> All right, I'll go now. Um, or Anna, do you want to go? I don't know what's better. Yeah. Okay, I only I had a couple of weeks. Okay. Uh, because I wasn't here last week because I was uh, traveling to and from the office. But I ended up uh, basically spending most of the time on my computer this week. Mm-hmm. So I played more of Colonization, which is a Civ, uses a Civ 4 engine, but it uh, replicates the early uh, colonization of North America. And, okay. uh, well, yeah. Who made that game? That sounds like something I would like, but I haven't heard of it. It's Civ 4 Colonization. Oh, it's Civilization so Four Colonization. It's not an expansion. It's a standalone game huh. that uses the Civ Four engine. Yep, made by Firaxis Games. Yeah, yeah, made by Firaxis. So it's actually it's horribly challenging. It's a little frustrating how challenging it is. Um, I might Did just it come out last year. To like, yeah, it came out late November, I think. Okay. Ian Ever since you Ian kids Scott. fired me, I stopped paying attention to other sites, so that's probably why I missed it. I, I have to rely uh, on Vice to remind me of when games I might like <laughs> that aren't RPGs come out. Both Ian and Ian's dad have it, and they really like it. So I stole it, because I knew I wasn't going to have much time to do anything else this week. Deal. Last week. So, and then I've also been playing a whole whack of uh, Civilization Four Beyond the Sword. I mentioned it, I think, about a month Ooh. ago on the podcast. That's a mod it's, for Civ Four, right? Yeah, it's a mod for Civilization Four. It's high fantasy. Um, I decided that I was going to take a break from Ian kicking my story behind and play some single player so that I could really get a good grasp of how the game works because the mechanics are so different from the original game that, you know, I, I basically needed to take time and go, okay, these, these are the races, this is how they work, these are the different ways to win, uh, what text do I like, what's important, what isn't. And so um, I actually did something really neat because um, one of the civilizations um, is the worship, worshipping the fallen uh, god of ice and... Um, weather. And so their special thing that they can do is that they can raise up their leader to be the next uh, ice god. And that was actually surprisingly cool. It it changed the game in ways that I had never seen before. Mm -hmm. Alright. So, yeah. uh... So, what else? That's it. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, why, can't you just, why can't you just say it? Why no, 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 no. I can't. I can't. So let's uh, let's move on to the next thing, um, <laughs> which would be me, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Fire away. Ultimate shooting collection. That's right. I said ultimate shooting collection. Let's on RPG start this cast. off first. Okay. <laughs> I bought five games night. this week. Yeah, and he's like, I was like, yeah, I went to GameStop, and I was like, I don't feel like buying any games. I was going to buy Retro Game Challenge, and I was like, I should finish the games I have. Oh, I forgot my challenge. No, because we talked about Dragon Quest, that's right. We do that at the end. Anyway, so yeah, he he's like, oh, well, I bought five games. And I'm like, five games? And you're going to complete 
one of them. He's like, no, they're all short. I'll com- I'll complete them all. And I said, okay. So I didn't say that. <laughs> I never. I know better than to make such a promise as that. <laughs> you were drinking. I wasn't. Yeah, but I wasn't drunk. I'm not. I wasn't stupid, Mike. I never said no. I would finish them all. I said they're short. So you said you finished. Okay. Yeah, it was actually really funny. I was on Skype last night with Chris, and he was drinking some foreign beer, and uh, it was it's my Belgian import beer. Again, again, <laughs> let's go back to the whole part where Chris was talking about how Wisconsin has the best microbrews, and now he's already importing beer. It's already ran out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're gone now. Well, because this is better than the microbrews here. <laughs> Do those Belgians know how to make beer? What can I say? You've had fat tire, right? I've had fat tire. This has got nothing that that has nothing on this. All right. You haven't had good. See, the problem is you haven't tried good import Belgian beer. You're right. I usually don't need to import beer because I'm still drinking what I have here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. All right. So when I go to Belgium, maybe then I'll try it. Just you just go to the liquor store. All right. So let's go through the five games I got. First is retro game challenge. Are they all still in the shrink wrap? No. No, he's actually okay. tried to play them all before the podcast. <laughs> Only one of them is. So the first is Retro Game Challenge. This is. Did you just get to the title screen of every one and then turn it off? No. Okay. So Retro <laughs> Game it. Challenge is a game that has multiple games in it, and you're turning it into a kid to go play with an uh, Arino, who is like a, the guy on Game Center CX in Japan. And it's like you're going to his house as a kid and playing games with him, basically. So you have to play all these kind of. I don't know these original versions of genre types that were in the 80s for games. So you got like the first one that's like a Galaga clone. You've got a Colin McFay racing type clone. You've got a, I don't know what, there's a weird platforming ninja star shooting game, which I don't know what that's a clone of at all. <laughs> um, you've got a wonderful top-down. Ninja scro- Gaiden? It's not Ninja Gaiden, not at all. So it's it just has a ninja as a character. So I don't okay. know how to sort it. There's a wonderful top-down shooter which I love. It's really good, and it has built-in turbo, and it's great. Um, having a lot of fun turbo. with that, actually. And is then, that one of the challenges, not to beat, it without, to beat it without a turbo? No, you have to beat the challenges before they give you the turbo. Or you have to beat a couple challenges before they give you turbo. Okay. Yeah. My bad. Um, and uh, it's great, because they, they, they parody how like that first turbo controller came out from Master Higgins in Japan. Like The dude who could press like his thumb 18 times or whatever a second... And like then they threw out a controller had turbo. It's like you can be like him; it'll do just as much as him or whatever. And they have this here, so like the kid brings home the controller. So anyway, I'm I'm butchering the pronunciation for Gaiden. You say butchering? I'm butchering. According to the chat room, I'm sorry. What do you want? It Gaiden or Gaiden? Gaiden. Gaiden. All right, Ninja Gaiden. Wonder whatever the fifth type of game is a role playing game, and basically I've played through the all Dragon the challenges to. It's a Dragon Quest clone. In fact, it looks like a Dragon Quest Five clone. So it's actually quite, uh, quite uh, relevant. <clears throat> no, 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 but it was great the way he was going through it. He's like, you can step on stairs, and they actually let you go up the stairs. I'm yeah. like, okay. He says, but if you go in a treasure chest, you have to stand on the treasure chest and use look. And I'm like, which part of this is supposed to surprise me? <laughs> Well, I was surprised. I thought you had to tell stairs to let you go upstairs, too. No, they changed that. You said they fixed that in 7. It took till 7 to fix that. I, I'm not 100% sure because, again, there's a gap between 4 and 7. So okay. 5 well, and 6 I'm happy. Have fixed. That's why I'm happy. I don't have to press <laughs> go upstairs here. But regardless, <laughs> you have to find treasure chest. I have to stand on a treasure chest and say, look, if 
find a treasure chest. It's like, look, there's a treasure chest. I'm like, I'm glad you can tell there's a treasure chest because you're standing on it. (laughs) (laughs) I had to climb inside and go, look, there's an item. It's like, gosh. Anyway, so all I've gotten to, though, at this point, sadly, is I've unlocked the RPG. I haven't really played it much, so I can't really say how good the RPG is. I hear it's long, like 10 to 15 hours, but I don't know. So You'll never finish it then. It's it's a good game. I, I definitely recommend it. It's a wonderful portable game because the challenges aren't too long. It's a great thing to play while traveling or on the bus or whatever. And I've just been sitting at home playing it just, you know, in between doing other things. And it's it's great because you just sleep the DS and pick it up, do a challenge, sleep the DS, come back later. It's great. So highly recommended. I heard a rumor that we had a contest for that and gave away 10 copies for free to our loving we, listeners. Oh, Yeah. Yes. In fact, uh, you know, Mac- there was actually kind of a little controversy on the forums because someone was like, the difference between first place and second place. First place had so much more, so much less old <laughs> crap. And oh, it was kind I of also- funny because I was reading it and I'm like, I wonder if that's the person that won second place. It didn't matter. You all get the same prize. Which is <laughs> the, the funny thing was, is I was in third place and then I went to Mac and I said, you know, this, this, this contest is a crap. He says, why? And he says, anybody who has Dragon Quest V and Dragon Quest VI in the original boxes definitely wins. <laughs> so so, like, yeah, did yeah, we yeah, post the winners the- then? Yeah, we yeah, posted, he posted them. the winners. It doesn't come up in your news archive. <sighs> yeah, it does. He posted them um, uh, Thursday. Got it right here. It's right, got it right, it right here. before I left for uh, surgery. Yeah, it's in the archive. So if you scroll down and look for the one tag contest, you'll see it. So anyway, uh Here's what we judge the collection ranks on. How retro it was, how well presented it was, how well cared for it was, how unique the collections were, how jealous the collection made us was bonus points, and how RPG-focused the collection was, also for bonus points. The 10 people who won were G. Little, T. Lipschultz, J. Signor, A. Breach, M. Wootton, R. Sini, J. Hornick, C. Roth, B. Eaker, and J. Meyer. So... Congratulations Shop to Troll all of was them. one of those, by the oh, way. Good job, Shop Troll. Um, I got to see some of the pictures. Some of those collections were crazy. They definitely made me they jealous. Wild. I yeah. hope we can post them because we we did post them. No, it's not linked in the story at all. Yeah, yeah we is. did. Click their name. Click their name. Oh wow! I've already seen them all, so they're all black. We should do a better job of pointing out that we're linked. Wait, you've them. already seen them, but you didn't see them. Well, I, I saw them, so the, the highlight text turned black for the hyperlinks, so I couldn't tell they were hyperlinks. Oh. It's a problem with the design of this page, but it's okay. I'll forgive Mac for that. Um, yeah, go go click on the, the contest results page and look through the through the collections I had. They're awesome. Very cool. It made me made me feel I really need to unpack my boxes and no, lay them out. No, you don't. You don't have Just enough room see. for that. Huh? <laughs> you don't have enough room for that. I have my own room now. All right, fine. You need to finish. Put some I need to buy shelf first. That's what you need. All right. I, pe- I bought other games. Uh, here's one. Loco Roco 2. He's like, I got to keep going. Yeah. Loco Roco 2. Not a role-playing yeah. game unless, again, the roll rolling pun. You're pun. rolling, yeah. huh? Yeah. We do that every week. Um, it's it's It was only 20 bucks. I like the first one. I haven't finished the first one, so I won't really start this one soon, but I, I got it before it disappears. All right. Um, DJ Max Fever. DJ Max 2. Fever, emotional sense. Okay, that for a title. <laughs> DJ <laughs> Max Fever. This is a Beatmania sense. clone for the PSP. 
Um, and so far, it plays better than a Beatmania that I I bought Beatmania on the PS2. I've got the controller. The game sucks. The music selection is terrible. There's a lot of American crap. This is all like Korean and Asian pop songs, which Chris likes because he's a weird person. But they actually, I actually enjoy playing these songs a lot more. So Are far, you a winner. speaking in third person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, expensive PSP game for what it is, though. This is a niche title. Should be twenty bucks, right? Forty bucks. Probably the most expensive game I bought this week. Yeah, it is the most expensive game I bought this week. It should have been the cheapest, but all right. Ultimate Shooting Collection for the Wii. This is a collection of three shooters made by, um, I forget the Is company. one of them Deer Hunter and no. one of them like Carnivore no. Hunter? No, these are, these are scrolling <laughs> top-down shooters. I think they're all bullet hells. Um, I believe so. Radio Allergy Caro, which is K-A-R-O-U-S. That sounds French. Anna, how would you pronounce that? That's not French. Okay, I guess it isn't. All right, and then Chaos Field. Well, there's all this game. This is another one of those bilingual box games, like uh, l'unique système de mise à niveau oh. permet aux joueurs jouer d'améliorer leurs tirs, oh. leur <laughs> épée so et leur bouclier offre et à mesure de l'évolution de jeu. Are you trying to torture us? Yes, yes, I am. Twitch, Twitch. So these are three shooters I've tried out. I've I've played through like dying I, I played till i died in each one that's about all i've played so far pretty cool because they have upgraded graphics it's um a 30 dollars collection it's not very expensive you get three top-down shooters um one of them is widescreen fills up the whole screen the other two are the kind of classical arcade vertically thin oriented type style and they're all the kind that you get like messages while you're playing so it's all these are basically three of those weird japanese shooters that if you've ever seen people link sh- um videos to you on YouTube of like people doing crazy things in shooters. These are like those style games. So if you have any interest in playing through weird Japanese style shooters that never come over here, you can get this. Um, I'm sure none of them are as good as like Radiant Silver Gun or anything. So don't 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 have that high of expectations. So Sonic's Ultimate Genesis Collection, last game I purchased. Forty Sega games. We talked about it before. the The big draws here are Fantasy Star One through Four, Shining Force One and Two, and Shining in the Darkness. Um, Let's repeat that. What? One through four. Yes. They finally give you one. Well, you could always... uh, Okay. I have a GameTap subscription, so I've been able to play one through four for a while. But yeah. Yeah, but you haven't. Yeah. So you have to unlock one, but still, it's it's in here. Wait. So, Chris, you have a problem with finishing games. So instead of buying a game, you buy collections of multiple games that you won't finish? Yes. So you didn't just buy five games. You bought, like, 60 games this week. You shut up. That's to make sure... That his epic non-finishing list 40, just grows right. by bleeding. Well, let's let's figure this out. 40, 41, 42, huh. 47, and then 40, so f- like 50 games. I don't know. Well, well, 41 is in one game, isn't it? 40 is in this game, in Sega's, or in Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. But there's achievements, yo. Yeah, because your gamer score is so good. And the sad part oh, is okay. I'm going to oh, need no, to no, buy a be, better controller be for my Xbox. Because he will have the gamer score, so I can see even more how he's not completing anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have like 50 games, but only, you know, 10 points on each game. It's the one you get looking at the title it's screen. 40 games. You, can't, you got 40 games and 1,000 points. You're not going to have much even if you beat them all. <laughs> it's like Five points a game, and you'll have 30 points. <laughs> all right. Um, what else did I do? I also played some Rock Band, um, more preparing for our upcoming contest that we're going to do, me and my friends. 
And uh, I also played some Puzzle Quest on both my iPhone and my 360. And I like it better on the 360. It's even more shiny and pretty. But I, I remember See, that. I will have to admit this now. It's because Puzzle Quest has timed matches. Yeah. I cannot play Puzzle Quest unless it has some sort of, like, point interface. If you, On the PSP, it was way too slow after a certain point. Ah, okay. And Galactics. Puzzle Quest Galactic also has time. Well, yeah, I can do the time stuff on the iPhone kind of easily, but, you know, it, it'd be nice to have a, you know, the computer would probably be the best. Playing on your yeah. PC, which I think That's you can I, get now. You can download it all on your PC, I think. Can't get, oh, yeah. I think, I like think you can get the expansion, too. I'm not sure, though. I don't know, because I, mean, I thought the expansion was exclusive to the 360. I don't think so. Oh. Uh, um, uh, believe so. Can find out. I believe it was. That was one of the you know Microsoft exclusive content. Uh, well, still. What are you gonna do? Cry a lot. Cry a lot. That's all I played. <laughs> so that I'm done. All right. So that's everyone. Anybody playing any cooking games? No. Um, the one time I cooked. That was I've been a chance. The meat was low quality, and I didn't feel like digging out my DS. I've cooked and then ate food. I don't know if you call that a cooking game. It's more <laughs> no, like no, he means the I meant like the, the uh, cooking trainer. All right, so let's hit the news up. All right, all right. So the first thing we got is that Intelligent Systems and Nintendo give an interview, which is about Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. So, um. I don't really want to just summarize it. I mean, unless you guys have any major points about it, do you? No. I thought it sounded interesting. I put it in the forum. I don't really like the Fire Emblem series, but just based on that interview, it sounds like they tweaked a lot of the problems I have with the series. So I, m- I might give that one a shot after our review comes out, if it sounds good. Mm-hmm. So I thought the review made me interested in the game. The, the, interview. Interview. the, the interview. review made you interested in the game, but you want to wait for the review? <laughs> Try that again. Oh, shush. <laughs> Epic the fail. The interview piqued my interest, right. and the review will confirm whether I should waste my money on it or not. That's Here's some better. of the key points. Here's some of the key points. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon features an enhanced tutorial system to help prime the game for those inexperienced with the system. Yay. The battle forecast system found in all North American versions of Fire Emblem, but absence from the original NES version is now included. What is that? The forecast system. Is that like? Where it tells you whether the battle. It tells will work you out whether the battle will work out for you or not. Oh, good. Yeah, you need that because the game just likes to kill you. All right, the game is more accessible with six difficulty options. What? <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, six. I don't know. I was okay with there just being one. Now I got to think about it and worry if I'm playing on the right level. Ugh. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon now offers mid-map save points for safer battling. That's nice. Good. Because on a DS, you don't tend to have a lot of save slots. I hope they have lots of save slots. I don't know. Finally, Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon contains multiple Wi-Fi options such as multiplayer battles, yes, unit rentals, and online shops that use in-game money, not real money. Good. Yay! <laughs> so this was, this was oh, I remember. This was a big old conference call. So lots of journalists on a, on a big old conference call for this one. So not in-person interview. So I got to hear... No, I guess, where was I going with that? I don't know. That's just to set the stage for you. What else we got? Oh, yes, that's right. Tawara, who works on this title, who also worked on Brain Age, stated that he wants to challenge himself with a new title in the series, one that would add something unique to make it more accessible to a wider range of gamers like Brain Age has. If he did get a chance to remake another game in the series, he would want to tackle the Super Nintendo's Seisan no Kefu, 
would, as it featured an interesting system where characters could get married and have kids that join the party. So I That's thought that was an interesting creepy. quote. <laughs> um, yeah. So someone else would like to remake the one where Fire Emblem more like it. Brain Age confuses me. Yeah, I don't know how that works. How do you make it? It's like regular Fire Emblem, but Sword. it tells you your age after each level, and if you do bad, it tells you how stupid you are. Uh, it, so you just. <laughs> It does well, that anyway. Fire Emblem has like you know the, the battle, the, and it's like you sucked, but you won. It's yeah. like okay. Fire Emblem F- has minus. like Fire Emblem has the paper rock scissors thing going on, so it's like sword, lance, axe, 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 lance. You have to like just call it out quickly and win. Oh no no no! Axe, axe, ah! Throw your DS down in frustration. Be great. The word mm-hmm. axe will be shaped like a lance to throw off your brain. You have to say axe, yes. not. What the heck is up with that? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I love that. It's like here you're gonna you, you're supposed to say the color that you see, but then it gives you like blue in yellow letters, and you're like, ah. <laughs> they made more money on Brain Age than all of us will earn in our lives combined. So yes, well, we kid, true. but we admire. <laughs> we kid, but we admire. Yes. Uh, Fallout 3's future downloadable content got delayed, so it looks like um, the Pit expansion is coming out in March and April, and Broken Steel are coming out in March and April rather than their original dates, which were February and March. So if you've been looking forward to the more Fallout 3 content, you'll have to wait longer. I think we covered that last week too, but eh, it came up again. And uh, Mass Effect downloadable content is, there's more of that coming. So how's that going to work? It looks like a upcoming patch for the PC version of the game and the download second downloadable expansion pack is coming for... Let's see. I don't know. They don't say what versions I guess it's for. I guess it's just be for PC and Xbox because that's all there is, isn't there? So mm-hmm. hopefully it'll be for both. And um, also, if you go to GameStop.com, you can get the Mass Effect 2 Disc Edition, which includes the first downloadable content expansion with the game. So if you haven't picked it up yet, you can get it that way, along with a documentary, game trailers, music, and design galleries. Ooh, there you go. Good stuff. Ah, we got an announcement of Shin Megami Tensei Persona 4 coming out in the PAL territories on March 13th. So if you're a European gamer, you can take a look at one of the best games of the year last year. You know, it threw me off when I first read this, and I was like, why is Square Enix talking about Persona? Because they're publishing it there, right? Because they're publishing it. I know, it threw me off. We discussed that in a previous podcast. It's still, it's weird to see Persona and Square Enix in the same sentence. Yeah, it is kind of (laughs) weird. Um, I didn't say I was like, why? I was just like, it's like, oh yeah, Square Enix. That's why I'm getting this press release from them. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Speaking of good Atlas games, uh, Night in the Nightmare has a date now. It's coming out in June. Um, We discussed this So it has a month now. We didn't tell you when it was coming out, though. So June 2nd. So... Everyone pre-order. It'll be awesome. Yes. This is the... I suspect it'll be another 5 out of 5 game for me. Yep, yep. Again, it's a follow-up to Riviera and Reunion, and it'll be Mix of RPG strategy and action, so should be interesting. And we already went through the retro gaming challenge contest results. What else we got? The Dark Spire. That was that. Uh, that's that uh, Atlas game with the retro look or the normal look, right? Yeah, it looks so good. It's a first-person dungeon crawler. So when it comes out, you will also get a copy of a CD soundtrack with the game if you get part of the first print run. And what else they got? And that's coming out in April, right? April fourteenth. So, okay, that's actually the, they 
when I first read that, I was making jokes uh, to other staff members about why would I want the soundtrack for a crappy first person. Like, you know, retro first person dungeon crawlers usually have terrible music. So they linked me to the site, and the music is actually pretty good. Hmm. So I think I want to pre-order that. So oh, I get yeah, the soundtrack. That's a, yeah, you can go get, go to their site and learn it, uh, listen to it. If you go to atlas.com, yeah. that's A-T-L-U-S dot com slash darkspire slash bonus. And go listen to some yeah. of the music. So. The music sounded good, so I'll probably be getting that. Oh. See, now all the, all the chat room listeners can hear it, but you can't. <laughs> it doesn't help you at all. <laughs> oh, I see. You're streaming it for. I I'm was streaming like... it, but it's not being recorded, so none of the podcast listeners can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> it drowns out our voices, and now they can't tell us how wrong we are anymore. Turn it off. That doesn't work well. <laughs> all right. Um, there were some more details on that Fallout 3 uh, downloadable content for the pit. Um, none of us have finished Fallout 3, so I don't know if any of us are excited. But uh, just to just to expand on that, some excited to finish it someday. Yeah, uh, there's a large dungeon area, a, an abandoned steel yard, and a settlement divided into halves. Downtown occupied by slaves, and Haven occupied by their masters. And um, you'll be able to actually interact with raiders and role play with them rather than just fighting them in this expansion. So that's different from the main game. And there's lots of side quests, of course. And you might be able to get an auto axe, which looks like a chainsaw crossed with a Black and Decker hedge trimmer according to computersandvideogames.com. So look for that delayed release to be exciting if you want to play it. <laughs> so let's see. And the MPDs came out. We haven't talked about MPDs in forever. Oh, yeah, then we haven't. No. Because they're so unreliable anyway. <laughs> okay. So uh, basically... Uh, January of 09 numbers, let's just focus on that. Uh, we got 679,000, DS got 510,000, Xbox 360 got 309,000, PS3 got 203,000, PSP got 172,000, PS2 101,000. So the Wii's still reigning supreme, Wii and DS, and then 360. Pretty much what you would expect. Um, in December, though, it was the other way around. The DS had like 3 million, and the Wii had 2 million, <laughs> and the 360 had 1.5 million. Gosh, December's crazy. <laughs> like, well, we spent all our money for the next year. <laughs> oh, for January, the top 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 software is still Wii Fit, followed by Wii Play, Mario Kart Wii, then Left 4 Dead, yay, Left 4 Dead, Call of Duty, Skate 2, Guitar Hero, no RPGs. A Lord of the Rings game, which is kind of fantasy, but still not an RPG. Very sad. So, that's all, uh, yeah. Nothing surprising on the MPDs, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Eh. Oh well. Yeah, you know, it's still good same stuff. Same old, same old in the industry. I think it's kind of why the MPD has stopped being talked about so much. It's like, yeah, the games that we expected to sell sold. So, mm. yeah, it's well, kind of been the same thing every month. Yeah. Well, the the hardware cut down by like a fourth from what it was in December, but the software only cut down by like half for the top Wii games. That's kind of interesting. Because there about that. Infinitely Do I have three hundred dollars for Christmas versus sixty dollars for a game? Hmm. Yeah. So there's, That's a toughie. What? There are infinitely more Christmases in December than there are in January. No, <laughs> I'm saying is that the drop off of hardware sales is a lot more than the drop off of software sales for the top. Right. Retail. Because Christmas is where you spend the big money, get the consoles, yeah. and then you're like, well, now I have this console, I better buy some games. Oh, okay. What I want to know is where they're finding Wii Fit. Where did people find 777,000 Wii Fits in January? Because I can't Future find shop. one. There's oh, Wii, Wii Fits everywhere. Not that, I've not seen one. Well, Do you want a Wii here. Fit? I yes. want the board so I can play Raymond with my butt. 
<laughs> it's fun. Yeah. That's all I want. Uh, so here's a sad one. Hmm? Square Enix announced that Dragon Quest IX is going to be delayed due to some bugs, apparently. And uh, Fatal bugs. Fatal bugs. Um, yeah. Like like bugs that would be in Artinelico 2 and not be noticed and then be sold to people. Oh. <laughs> Bring that up. We've been already ragging on So that. it was delayed from March 28th to, to back to July 11th, and uh, apparently because of huge bugs, which I guess that's what happens when you design your game one way, show it off to the public, and they say they hate it, and you have to redesign it completely. But um, They don't think it has anything to do with it. No, it has nothing to do with it, of course. <laughs> so it's going to come out on July 11th, and then there's a follow-up story that says that because of that, the next term schedule has been fixed yet. Present Okay, you, it's a WADA quote, so I'll just read it verbatim. WADA says, The next term schedule has been fixed yet. Presently, I cannot say what kind of effect we will experience for moving the Dragon Quest IX launch from March to July. I cannot say there won't be an effect. <laughs> so, thank you, Japanese person. Um, he also added, There's a possibility that Dragon Quest IX delay could affect Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah, I thought about this, and I was like, I couldn't figure out how, and then I finally dawned on me, they probably only have one QA department. Uh, who knows? So now that they have to... They have so many games, though. They have to have a QA department that can handle more than one game. Right, but if you're scheduling saying, well, now we have to add two months to Dragon Quest V, or Dragon Quest IX, then that's going to delay QA all across the board. Yeah, it would. Unless you can shuffle other things to come out earlier. Well, that would be nice, but I don't think they have to develop the plan out that way. So that's going to suck. So that... And it's obviously, if you have a big title like 9 coming out and a big title like 13 coming out in the same year, you want to give space around those titles for players to finish them and be ready to buy a new RPG from you. So, I mean, there's some you know, obvious reasons. No, I don't reasons. know about that because I've never considered Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy to be like a codependent class of people. Um, <laughs> I can put it that way. I don't know how you can people say that. Like That's Dragon ridiculous. Quest, it's a single player RPG and they're both the most popular single player RPGs. Styles. Who cares if they're different styles? <laughs> Who cares when Final Fantasy is coming out? All they've done is announce that it's not coming out anytime soon, and every new announcement is, surprise, it's not coming it's out soon. It's still not coming out anytime soon. And now it's like, soon. yeah, Final Fantasy, uh, Dragon Quest Nine is delayed, so in other words, Final Fantasy Thirteen will not be coming out soon. Just, you know? <laughs> well, we, just had to make sure that you were up. The expectation was still that Thirteen would be out this year in Japan. And the question is, does it push it back? Because if it pushes it back out of the fourth quarter, then they may end up pushing it, you know, to the next fourth quarter before they want to release it. Whatever. I mean, if you're holding your breath for Final Fantasy XIII, you would have died years ago. This is true. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they're going to delay it an entire year because it's still Final Fantasy XIII. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I hope not. I mean, we usually get it in Final Fantasy in September anyway, so I don't see the big deal. Which means it came out in February in Japan. It just gives longer for the PlayStation 3's price to drop to something reasonable. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> yeah, but at this, t- at this point, I don't even want a. Uh, I don't even want. <laughs> well, I need. To, I want to play uh, Valkyria Chronicles at some point. So and that'll make two games yeah. on the system. Yep. Um, it's a, speaking of PS3 games, it looks like there's another Disgaea 3 character you can download for two bucks. So if you have excitement galore, go download more characters. Um, let's see. Moving on, there's a Tales of Asperia theatrical movie that was announced. So, um, nobody's excited? Crickets. No. no. <laughs> theatrical anime based on Tales of Asperia, right? 
Well, let me get right on that. Oh, wait. Have any of us played Tales of Vesperia to no, care about no. a live-action whatever you just said? Oh, come on, it's always cool to see like video games turn into animes, I think. But all right. I don't think so, because I think so many of them do it now. It's just kind of expected. Okay. All right. The uh, same voice actor who play- portrayed Yuri in the game in Japan will be in the movie. And, of course, we have no idea if it'll come out here. Def- probably not in theaters. Probably not. Yeah. It won't in theaters. That's the other thing to be unexcited about is, wow, they're getting another thing I'll never see. Mm. Yeah. Um, Sega had some bad news. They said, um, we lost money. $119 millions over the past nine months. It's <laughs> that's, a lot of money. It's not good. It's more like still losing still lots losing of money. money. It's not really new news for them either. Well, yeah. Didn't they lose a lot of money in 2007 too? Probably. I think they're down to losing about 300 mil over the last two years. Yeah. What are you going to do? They uh, sold over 21 million software units over the past nine months and 8 million sold in the U.S., 9.1 in the Europe, and 3.1 in Japan and other reasons, which, yeah, I guess that adds up. Yeah. So, blah, 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 blah. Sad for Sega. But it also means that Sega's closing arcades and cutting jobs because of it. So, in Japan, yeah. Do we really care? Oh, come on. Sammy Pachinko slot machines and stuff closing down? That's a big deal. Are there any of those in my apartment? Yeah, no. In my city? (laughs) Yeah. That's a lot of money. I mean, yeah, the pachinko machine deal is big in Japan, but for here it's kind of like, oh, well, if you weren't making money on it, then that's a good thing to lose. Yeah, that stinks. Oh, well. Sad for Sega. Um, I have to wonder if one of the reasons those machines weren't doing well is because they make new ones, and it's kind of like the arcade systems here. Yeah. People don't really get the new ones in stores anymore. You just kind of keep playing the same old ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, geez, I go to Roundtable and it's like, the newest game is 2004. It was like, man, when did arcades die? <laughs> no, I, opposite of what Sega has going on, uh, Microsoft is doing well. <laughs> they had uh, 17 mil- The Xbox Live apparently sees the biggest month ever in January of 2009. They had uh, over 17 million are now connected over live. Um, of course, they don't say how many are silver and how many are gold, but um, <laughs> Xbox 360 sales are up 33% from last year, which is good. Over a million people are using that Netflix service, which is awesome. I talked about watching uh, Groundhog Day on that past show. That was pretty cool. We'll be getting that soon. Yeah. Well, you don't, yeah, you can get one of the cheap plans and do that. It's pretty cool. And each household has watched an average of 16 movies over the service. I've watched one. Wow, really? <laughs> so I don't know how they got... That's a lot of stuff. I think what it is is they're watching TV shows. Because mm. you can put in like all of like House or something and just watch a ton of it or something. I don't know what I got a big hard drive now. I can do that. Well, you don't... It's streaming, Mike. You don't download it. Well, that's even less fun. <laughs> <laughs> I like my big hard drive. I want to use it. <laughs> Sorry. You'll have to start ripping your games. 96 gigs free or something. Yeah. What? The people in the chat room have come up with a reason for why we should care that Sega is losing millions of millions of dollars. Oh, what is that? As a result of that, Obsidian's upcoming Alien RPG was canceled. What is Alien so RPG? It's not canceled. It is put on hold indefinitely. Yeah, so it's canceled. Definitely. <laughs> um, <laughs> canceled. Okay. Who, what is Alien RPG? 
It's a well. It's Obsidian is the company that was made from what was left of Black Isle when Interplay went bankrupt. Okay. So it's like the people who made uh, the. Well, I guess they didn't actually make the Fallout games because they left to make Troika. But it's uh, it was so it was the Black Isle developers. No, I know and Obsidian they, is the people who make the sequels to Bioware games, right? Right, right. But they were formed from what was left of Black Isle. Yeah, I know, I know, Black I know. But that's what they're most known for recently. Yeah, yes. they're doing like the Neverwinter stuff. Neverwinter Nights. Yeah, they made Neverwinter two, like and they made um Kotor two. Yeah. So, so, but the Alien RPG was a new one from them, right? Oh, no, no, no. Um, wait, 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 wait. It's not Alien RPG. Alpha Protocol. What about that? Are they canceling still working that? on Alpha Protocol? That's the one I Alpha care about. Alpha Protocol is the one. Is the next game they have coming? They were supposed to be working on a RPG based on the Alien franchise, and oh, that was going to be their gonna RPG. That was going to be terrible anyway. Who cares? Alpha was going to work anyway. Didn't <laughs> an Alien based hey, RPG. Didn't they already try to put out an Alien RPG and we reviewed it and gave it a one <laughs> It's a no, licensed RPG. Really. We we know how well those go. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm more caring about Alpha Protocol surviving. <sighs> All right. Yeah, but it's bad news if the game you were going to make after Alpha Protocol's been delayed indefinitely is kind of a bad sign, and that was a result of Sega. I don't know. I think it's a good sign that maybe they don't really want to make that crappy game anyway. Alright, so we're done with that press release for 360, I guess. Um, Oh! Square Enix has money, apparently. Yeah, just a little. I I thought they posted losses, didn't they? No, no, no. They posted lower expectations because of the Dragon Quest delay. And that affected their stock price, but it didn't actually make them lose money. Oh. Yeah, their, their stock price crashed, but it, it wasn't because they lost money. I thought it crashed when they said that the earning results were delayed. The earning, well, they went down when the earning results were delayed, but then they put them out and they were lower than expected, and apparently this all had to do with Dragon Quest Nine. Oh, okay. All right. Well, their expectations were lower, and well, the results were lower, both? Well, the results aren't done yet, but they're going to be lower because they're not releasing well, the game. <laughs> okay, they were releasing financial results as well as expectations, right? Do you know anything about how the stock market works? It's usually how it works. And the stock market, even if you post record sales, if it's lower than what they expected, you will you will see your stock dip. Exactly. So that's why their stock crashed. It wasn't because they lost money. And they People buy and sell based on analyst predictions and, yeah, whatever. So they decided with some of the money they do have to buy Eidos. Or Eidos. Eidos. Uh, <laughs> so they bid $117 million, which seems low for a publisher, but I guess that's... Enough, and well, they just had to be Warner Brothers, who was offering about a hundred million. Ah, uh, okay. And they said Idos is uh pretty good. We want to buy them, which I don't know why. I guess they want Tomb Raider really badly. Tomb Raider. Apparently- <laughs> I asked Martin. I was what like, else do they have? Idos worth buying, and he's like Tomb Raider. I guess. Now we can um, finally have the Tomb Raider RPG we've all been wanting. So, I mean, it's like, think, yeah. There's a children's series they might be trying to mix in with maybe Taito doing something with that. I think I think we need a Laura Croft RPG, don't you? You'd like that, you know, one, you might. that. Yeah, you'd uh, be up for no. that. Different. <laughs> Anna, not so much. Michael, totally on it. <laughs> totally. Who let's would, go right now. Laura Croft gets members? turned into a cat girl, and you have to rescue her th- as, through her adventuring uh, time. <laughs> okay, now pause mm-hmm. and play that. It's <laughs> <laughs> totally the Michael RPG. Size because it's true. Michael PG. All right. What? A Michael playing game. Oh. Uh huh. Whatever. Okay, well, I guess they want to buy them. I don't think it's been official yet, though. I thought it was um, pretty much a done deal. Really? All right. Yeah. Because the latest I saw was on the, the 12th, Mariners. So. It's just like, they just need to do the final paperwork. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. Um, if you have, if you're listening on the live stream, 
I'm very sorry for those who are downloading us. If you have Pokemon Diamond or Pearl, go to Toys R Us today. It's the last day to get um, your free Pokemon Shaman. S-H-A-Y-M-I-N. Uh, they started doing that on last February 8th. So me and Michael need to go to Toys R Us today. And for um, all of you listening, that news article car. was irrelevant to you. Yep. We're sorry you missed it. We're sorry you missed it. But what, Mike? Oh, I don't have the car today. I am sad. Oh, you better you better get better get access to it. Oh, well, Toys R Us is open till like nine, right? Mm, I don't know. I don't know when your Toys R Us is open. You will have to find out yourself. You have the internet. You can find out for me. No thanks. All right. Um. <laughs> so you don't have a car, right? So how about a way to rent games without a car? That sounds good. Yeah. So Blockbuster is adding games to their total access program, which is their basic is their competitor to Netflix. Um, where you get movies through the mail. But Blockbuster will let you do games through that, too. So they will basically be competing with Gamefly now. So Just assuming that Blockbuster lives. Well, assuming they live, yes. Because Blockbuster yeah. in the last decade has tried to stay five years behind everyone else that they're competing with. And it'll be interesting to see which games actually end up on the service, because Blockmar- Blockbuster apparently tends to be selective with their stock. But I don't know. Let's see how it works. But still, more is better than none. So. Mm-hmm. Interesting yeah. development there. It's one of the lists of 15 companies likely to fail. Blockbuster's on the list. It's an interesting way to rent games, especially long ones that you don't want to really play again. <laughs> Get to <laughs> keep them as long as you want, finish them, and send them back. <laughs> uh, I mean, if you got a... And you couldn't use Goosex. Why? Well, I know. You're right. Goosex is a pretty good way to do it, too. I like it. Um, they had, they had uh, 300% growth over last year. Oh, they did? Think... Yeah. Wow. We should get a we should get a link for like people who sign up on Guzex getting us credit or something. Can we do that? Yeah, there's an affiliate program. I'm pretty sure we should do that. I've got in my forum signature actually. If people sign up there, I get like bonus trade credits or something. Oh, I see. So you've just been taking advantage of it. Yeah, I've been doing that. That's like a personal affiliate type thing. That's not like a site affiliate. So you Mm -hmm. should look into that. You should join it's what you should do, but you never want to send away your games. Don't want to give away my games. You have such crappy games that you hold on to. I don't know why. I love them all. Oh, it's just a it's an insurance nightmare. It's a clutter nightmare. It's a I don't know. Insurance nightmare. I have a database. Oh gosh. All right. So Sony's cl- <laughs> speaking of bad financial stuff, Sony's closing down its um PlayStation store in the Metreon in San Francisco. Um, I never actually went I th- oh, we passed by it. We didn't actually go, did we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. Hold on a second here. It's... <laughs> yeah, my Firefox just crashed. So I'm waiting for it to come back up. Darn computers! <laughs> right. In the meanwhile, I can talk about the Dragon Age Origins news yes. article. It looks like Tom put up after you made your list of important news articles. Mm -hmm. So for those who don't know, Dragon Age Origins is the 2009 game that is most anticipated by RP Gamer. And they finally released details about some of the origins. The reason why they called it Origins is you get to pick not just your race and like class, but you get to pick your origin story. Whether you were born as a rich kid or whether you were born in the gutter, you get to pick that, and it affects your entire game. Ah, and Tom okay. I was going to say, because you've been able to pick those in PC RPGs since, like, you know, the early 90s, if not before. Mm-hmm. But they haven't mattered much other than bonus stats. Well, in Bioware's latest, latest games, you kind of get to pick who you are, but they're all kind of similar. And aside from maybe a few really minor dialogue sequences, it doesn't really matter. Like, in, in Mass Effect, yeah. you got to pick your origin, but it yeah. didn't really have an impact on the game. 
part of the promise of Dragon Age Origins is that what origin you pick has a profound impact over the course of the game. What, what beginning you choose. Oh, cool. So, like, you can either be, like, one of the last true elves, or maybe you could be, like, a crappy elf. You could be, you know, a commoner <laughs> or a noble. Elf. Why would you want to be a crappy elf? I don't know. <laughs> You're role-playing. It's whatever you want to be. Because being the hero all the time of a great, you know, legendary gen- uh, past is like, you know, that's getting old. Why don't I just be this random guy who just kicks butt? Right. You're right. That's totally why. I want to be the crappy yep. elf, please. Also, the crappy elf isn't, like, born in a gutter. The crappy elf was, like, he's uh, lived under human rulers, and one of the human rulers decides he wants to uh, claim his privilege with your bride on the day of the wedding. Uh, and that's... Uh, so that's a background, that's then. That's getting right. That's good. That works. Yeah. And then, uh, what else we got? Oh, as opposed to uh, Sony closing down its PlayStation store, it sounds like Microsoft is launching its own retail stores. So now you can go... And, and they're not doing just one. They want a chain. They want to make a whole chain, so they want to compete with, like, Apple. Right. Yeah, this is more of a Microsoft-Apple story than a 360 story. Yeah, but, yeah, I'm sure 360s will be there, right? Yeah, so. I mean, I guess it'll be kind of a hybrid between the Sony-style stores and the Apple stores. Well, what I think it's going to be like is, you know how Apple is kind of like a high-end department store with, like, full service and everything? Yeah. And the Microsoft store, I think, will be more like a Walmart. <laughs> like, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean that you know, one's atta- uh, you know attracting the kind of people who are hipsters and have lots of money to spend on stuff that is overpriced. And I'm an Apple user, so I'm one of those people. Um, so I can say that. And the Microsoft stuff is going to be aimed at people who just want something to, that gets their work done, and they don't have as much money to to so waste. It'll so it'll attract Walmart shoppers. People. Well, who I'm are saying it's more like a discount store, and like you 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 go in there. And it, you, you just want what you need. You don't want to be throwing away money on stuff you don't need. So it'll, it'll attract poor people who don't care about the lack of ethics of the corporation, just like Walmart. Yes, what, what is this what, lack of, wait, ethics, lack of Microsoft? ethics on the floor? What? I'm saying you said it'd be like Walmart. That's the situation Walmart's in. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. My mom Microsoft. works at Walmart. So does my mom, no. actually. Oh, yeah. So don't be dissing on what keeps my parents, one of my parents employed. Yeah. That's right. Shut that down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or like, we'll see, uh, we'll see now what? Microsoft stores remind everyone of Walmart whenever they open. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm totally pulling that out of my butt there, but I, it seems like that's the way to go. Don't make this high-end superstore. Make like um, a more discount, like still have all the customer service, but if everything isn't all really expensive, people go there because they know they can get pretty much everything they could get at the Apple store, but not as expensive, right? I oh. just want a real place where people can drive up, plug in their 360, says, look, it red-ringed, and then leave. <laughs> That's a good point. That's good. That would be nice. That would, that would be, be nice. a good feature. With the that I, I don't know if they're going to... That would be an expensive thing to do, though. That's one of the costs of the Apple store, is they, every one of them has like a repair stuff in the back. You know? But think of all the money they Just turn it on, see if it red rings, and hand you a new box. Well, I and know, ship it back to be... the center yourself. But Chris, they yeah. pay to ship me coffin. They paid for me to ship the 360 back to them, and they're paying to ship the 360 back to me. If I could just yeah, walk they the are. store... Microsoft they corporate me. is, but when you start breaking stuff down into stores and franchises and who's running this, it gets more complicated. I mean, if they're going yes. to open stores anyway, yeah. that would be a semi-logical yeah, yeah, yeah. feature that would save them all the money they I spent agree shipping. they should do it. And then they could ship them in bulk and save But money. over and over again, people come up with good ideas for Microsoft to do. And they don't. <laughs> and <laughs> Microsoft kind of ignores them? 
And yet they have 60 billion liquid assets. So, you know, how bad can it be? Yeah, go figure that one out. (laughs) They're doing doing a good job in the business world, but I I do think that they need to be a little bit more modern and mobile. I'm hoping the stores will help with that. They'd rather wait for someone else to come up with a good idea and then buy them. um, There you go. That works good. They're not very good at innovating. They kind of like to take stuff and... Make it common. Well, yeah, they like to refine it a little bit, but... My last IT project was the first time I'd ever developed an Access. Such a nightmare. I never want to touch Microsoft Access again. No, no, no. Access is wrong. Access is for people who don't know how to use a big database. Then I'm not going to say... Then you grow up and use real databases. Yes. (laughs) I mean, at least... Okay, SQL Express. All right, anyway. Anyway, um, SQL Cast, this is not. Yes, this is not (laughs) SQL Cast. All right, that's it. I think we're done. Unless anybody has any other cool stuff. I... See, we did talk about this before the show, but I'm yeah. going to do it anyway because yeah. I can't play Dragon Quest V forever. Yeah. <laughs> like two days? Like three game. days? Three days you can't play it for. No, because you won't post this till Tuesday. It gives me one day. Yeah. <laughs> so for the the one day or any time my DS is hungry or bored or whatever, I need a new game to play that came out in the last two years and not something that I've talked about or something that I'm, well, I should play this and it's on my list. I want something different because everything I come up is based entirely on, um, you know, my selection. And everybody says, "Well, you didn't try this. You didn't play this. You know, how can you, you know, how can you ignore this game?" So I, I want to see what people out there would want me to play and get my opinion on. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you played Rocket Slime because it starts with Dragon Quest. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. both finished. I actually Rocket liked Slime. it. That's a good one. I recommended people that people looked over a lot. I thought that was a fun game. So I, well, as soon as I played the tank battles, I think it was a run to the sun. It was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to play this game a lot. <laughs> I know what you should play, Mike. I think it's pretty obvious. You should hey, finish- yeah, the panel can start. Let, let's have the panel start. You should with- finish Valkyrie Chronicles, Persona 3, and then start Persona 4. <laughs> I said games I haven't already mentioned I'm going to play. Mm-hmm. But you don't need more. Listen. Finish those. Uh, see, you're killing my buzz already. I know, I'm so terrible. What else? How, oh, Chris, how is a Persona 4 coming? Shut up. <laughs> Do you really want me to finish it before you? Yes. I would be happy with that, because I know you can't. Okay. That's a challenge. Go ahead, take that however you want. I'd like to see you do it. Nobody else has any suggestions for you either, apparently. No, they're all stunned. By what? Uh... Yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. See, I thought she would have gone with like Rune Factor or something, but no, I'm going to get instead. Have you played the uh, Castlevanias? No, because I'm not very good at them. But are they fun, even though you uh, stink at them? Even though your skills are inadequate, do you enjoy it? Even though you have trouble dying all the time, is there still some pleasure there? No, because I die all the time. So you want an easy game. No, no, no. I'm just agents? not good at platforming style games. Have you played EBA? Yes, uh, I am diva. He likes EBA. You're well. You're a diva. Yeah. Well, that's the highest level you can get to. I'm like well mid. I'm, I haven't finished it on diva level. I'm like mid range. You should get DJ Contact. Max Fever. Did you play Contact? What? Contact? No, I did not. It's not that extremely fun, but it's I've really heard. weird. It's, wait, it's, wait, wait, wait. It's not extremely fun, but you should play it. This would be great. Show, it's not extremely it fun. It's not Over extremely that. fun. I don't but think it was so it, different. Then. Again, you're already talking about me and my love for weird games and what that implies to you, but it was a very uh-huh. different game. I thought it was worth playing just on that. 
So I have to find a fish in the dungeon and talk to it because I realized I wasn't supposed to kill it and I killed it anyway. Sure, why not? I believe there was a broke like quest like that. So I'll go talk to this fish. I'm like, <laughs> I killed it. Broke didn't really have quests. Broke was like, good luck guessing what to do next. No, no, no. See, that, that was the problem. Was I had a walkthrough. Oh, you, you, you had the, the cheat guide? And so it was like, well, it said if you get stuck, this is how you progress through each, quote, chapter. Mm-hmm. And at one point, it was I was reading through it, and it was like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to talk to that thing. I killed that thing because it looked angry. <laughs> so, so you whoops. killed what you needed to talk to. Well, then, then I had to die and, and go back, and he was back. But he was mad at me. But yeah, it was okay. <laughs> I would be too. You killed me. You, you would be mad if I killed you? Okay, good to know. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're supposed to kill him. That's part of the part of the plot is you're supposed to kill that NPC. No, you were supposed to... Uh, maybe you had to talk to him after you killed him or something. Okay. So do you, you have any... Well, you, in order to kill him, you have to talk to him first, and okay. then he gets really depressed, yeah. and then when he gets really depressed, you can kill him. All right, so any other suggestions for Michael, anybody? Come on, pause. What do you got? You got nothing? I don't really have anything. You should play Yggdra Union, Mike. Yeah, actually, that would be a good one. Yggdra Union for Anna. PSP. I was waiting for her to do it, but she won't, so I guess Chris did it. Yes. Now, should I play Eager Union for the PSP, or should I go back and find my original? PSP. All right, why? You would hate the difficulty on the PSP version, or on the GBA version. That's why I stopped playing. Yes, that is exactly Riviera? why you stopped playing. You should play the PSP version. It's prettier, it sounds better. It's more it balanced. Yeah. Did you really play Riviera, Mike? On the GBA, I got stuck in the fourth chapter and could never get out. Yeah, he got stuck on one of the last chapters. Oh, okay. Well, that was one of the last? Well, the problem was is... It's I not that long. Where it's not I a terribly play. long game. Well, then it must have been near the end because it's like 11, 12 hours. Like like, yeah, my, like, the thing that drove me absolutely bonkers about uh, Riviera was that they removed my best character. In the PSP version? No. In the oh, GBA in the plot? Version. Sorry, yes. I, I, don't, I don't remember. It's been a while since I played it. Oh, yeah, this people. is Riviera, not Igdra Union. Okay. They removed your best character? In, in Riviera, yeah, they go away. there is a point in the plot where your, your most favorite character will go away. Well, Anna's favorite character, at least. I must not have been that far then, or he... Or he or she left, and I didn't care. Yeah, maybe. Possibly. Um, well, you know, there's a dating sim mixed in there. It's the character not that much. you favor the most. No, not much. It's not much, but it is the character that you favor the most that disappears. Okay. And I must not. And this is probably at the end of this chapter, but I got. It was the fourth one. It was where you have to escape the water. Yeah. And yep, I, I know what you're there weren't enough turns, you know, because you can only move so many times, or whatever. Okay. You just failed. For me to get enough items to beat the end. And I tried it four times, and I think I just threw the cart somewhere and said, that had enough of this. <laughs> That's a cartridge I actually still have, so I can send to you. Yeah. Or you can play it on PSP. <laughs> or go with PSP uh, play, and maybe have Don't, don't play Riviera. Play Yggdra Union. You'll like it better. But they're, right. they're, they're a trilogy. <clears throat> no, it's a spiritual series. Oh. So okay. it's like anything for Vanillaware? Oh, should we uh, should we throw out one of these topics that they suggest in the RPG cast thread to talk about next week again? All right. Oh, I'm just asking. Okay. Go for it. All right, yeah. let's do it. This is a new thing. Um, which one should we do? Um, 
<laughs> well, there's three of them here, and I'm trying to figure out which one to do. Well, we could just pick one. Okay. You could type us the three yeah, and we do can... it. All right. So the first one is, in one of the Store Ocean 4 media threads, we got into a conversation about whether it's appropriate for Japanese developers to change elements of a game for Western release and when it is not. For you instance... Paraphrase, you know. Well, I'm, I haven't read it. Just for shut ins- up and let him read it. For instance, Trius has removed the anime character portraits from the game and replaced them with CG ones, which wasn't a very popular move if people's reactions were anything to go by. Yet, if Square Enix were to alter the Dragon Quest DS remakes for Western audiences, then the games would likely be much more warmly received based on the criticisms of Glenn's review. More convenient saves, less redundant text. Let's, let's, let's clarify that, first of all. Mm-hmm. Talking about changing artwork... Which is a superfluous, <laughs> an extra part of the superfluous part of the uh, design. Yeah, and changing it for something you think is more Western, or fixing an interface. Uh huh. Yeah, I think which those one are two those, completely separate concerns. Which yeah, that's that's apples and you know hand grenades. So okay. So in other words, they should do they should only do stuff that they know in the future will be well received. No, if the, you were talking about fixing an interface, because they did it for Dragon Quest Eight, they yeah. fixed the interface for Eight and made it much more. Well, but what if they change the interface and it makes and people don't like it? How are they supposed to know whether it's better or not? Because well, no, they, everybody likes Eight. But the problem is that in Japan, I mean, they know what differences are between Japanese gamers and Western ones. The Japan wants everything to be anime, but Western is more about CGI. Well, that's for the artwork. Japan wants walls of text on everything you click in a Dragon Quest, and American gamers would prefer not to have to deal with that crap. So it's, it's stuff they kind of know. But the so question is, you which think would it, you, you... think The question he's asking us is, what do we think about that? Do so we you think it makes that? sense that they change the portraits then? I do not. For me, I don't, I don't... It doesn't make a big difference. Well, I mean, oh, should they westernize games? I mean, from top down, should they just westernize the games? Yes, but okay. I don't think they should take out the content if you want it. There was no reason to take out the artwork. You could have had an option have, to have either one. Have like an option, like for uh, for the voice acting, you can choose Japanese or English. Have the same yeah, thing. Yeah, and you can have the anime voices. look or the CG look. The anime can't be that yeah, large; doesn't fit on the disc. Just because you can have an option for something doesn't mean it's good too. <clears throat> Why not? Because uh, it's more options, more settings, more interface stuff to worry about than you don't have to. It's a setting in your... Yeah, it has to be tested, too. Somebody has to play through the game with the portraits, make sure they don't crash now. Oh. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay. And it's also... Should they westernize games? As long as they're not changing the actual content of the story, I don't think it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. So, so here's a good... Here's a good question for us. What is your least favorite boss battle in an RPG? You like that one better. All right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> uh, what's, the, what's the final Yeah, one? that'll be an interesting that's, one for next week. That's I a think good one. Okay. I like that one. <laughs> They're asking some interesting questions in the chat room. Oh, favorite, least favorite boss battle. Why does it always have to be yeah. bad stuff? All right. Uh, that'll be an interesting one. Gosh, I'm sure. I'd have to think about that one, so I, don't, yeah. I, think I can't do that one right off the bat. Yeah, something I got to talk about next week. All right. Cool. All right, why don't we go with that, and we'll talk about it next week. And until then, that's RPG Cast for this week. So let's uh, let's sign out and give everybody a chance to stew over it and make some posts. I have one last food for thought. Yes? I highly recommend LASIK eye surgery. It is awesome. 
I Did woke up the morning it? after surgery with 2020 vision already because my eyes healed that fast. That's and awesome. it looks like my eyes are going to correct to better than 2020 vision in both eyes, which I haven't had since I was seven. So. Or, or your eyes will reject themselves and jump out of your head and you'll be blind. And you <laughs> yeah, can't I'm play still in that anymore. phase where they can still fall apart. Yeah. Assuming that my eyes don't fall apart, it's, they're going to correct to better than 2020. That's, awesome. That's one of the phases. Your eyes can just fall apart. You well, can have if I rubbed my eye right now, it hasn't finished healing yet. If yeah. I rubbed my eye right now, I could rub the flap off that they make. You have, you're not supposed to touch That's your eyeball bad. until it's healed. Yeah, that would be. But if bad. you wear contacts, you're not supposed to rub your eyes anyway, so not a big deal. You learn to rub your eyes with contacts to the point you don't knock out the contact. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's kind of like. <laughs> but still, they're like, oh gosh, like your lens falling off. That's bad. They can't fix that. Well, I mean, it's still attached. Okay. It's attached and it's on your eye. It's just don't, it don't off. run around nah. grinding your fist into your eye. Nah. What are those yeah, don't do that. leaking out. Nah. You. That's all Chris can do is QQ, so you know. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> My roommate actually got LASIK. He likes it too. I, the yeah, only thing awesome. I worry about is spending all that money, going through the process, and then when you get older, you still your vision goes anyway. Yeah, but if you die before then, then you oh, know, it's okay. Then all right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just plan for a short life. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> and Mike can't get it. Apparently, guys are too bad. No, yeah, they're like your your, um, your retinas have to be thick. There are a lot of little things they check that you oh, can't. Oh, right. You probably only want because he I'm, has I'm one too high of a risk. Yeah, yeah, too high of a risk. Yeah. Be yeah, bad. Because of, of the chance, you said, you, you can lose your sight. Well, they don't want to take a risk with only one eye. Yeah, that's too bad. Oh, so, well, I get to wear big, strong... When they come out with the Jordi LaForge eyes, and then you can get the second eye replaced with the Jordi LaForge eye, it'll be good. I was actually going to talk to this, because it's all based on what you do, and you have to medicate it during a certain amount of time and all that. I was actually going to see if somehow I could convince them that they would just put me in care for three days or whatever, <laughs> so I could I, get it done. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and just be uh, comatose those three days and let them take care of you. Yeah, <laughs> funny. <laughs> sleep. I, I could sleep for three days at this point. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. We're gonna sign off. Leave you with that. And uh, thanks everyone for joining us. Thanks in the chat room. Thanks to Ed Walker for helping to produce the show. Please leave us reviews and feedback at both uh, iTunes reviews. Look for us on iTunes Store. Um, you can also leave us feedback in the podcast thread at board.rpgamer.com. You can also email us at podcast at rpgamer Look forward to your it, feedback. And, and that's B O A R G, not B O R E D. Yes, that is right. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.